14 million Americans suffer from a chronic inflammatory skin condition called rosacea, yet most don't know it? Often mistaken for acne, there are many signs and symptoms besides facial redness, bumps and pimples, and visible blood vessels. Other symptoms include facial burning, stinging or swelling, even enlargement of the nose. Rosacea may also affect the eyes, causing a bloodshot appearance and irritation that could lead to vision loss. Any one of these signs and symptoms can mean rosacea, and without medical help, it can become increasingly severe and wreak havoc on your personal and professional life. Rosacea typically appears any time after age 30, so if you experience any sign of rosacea, see a dermatologist as soon as possible and ask about advances in medical treatment. For more information, contact the National Rosacea Society at rosacea.org. WHAN AM, 1430 kilohertz, and W275BQFM, 102.9 megahertz, Ashland and Hanover County. Mater and the RBA Sports Network presents our 16th season of the High School Football Game of the Week. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest selection of new and pre-owned vehicles on the East Coast. Sheehy Ford of Ashland on Route 1, just south of Ashland and online at SheeheyFordAshland.com by Virginia Farm Bureau supporting farming and agriculture through insurance and education. Go to VFBinsurance.com now for a free auto insurance quote by England Street Tavern 407 England Street in Ashland. Find them on Facebook for their latest events. And by Massey Wood and West, serving Richmond and the surrounding area since 1923 for heating oil, propane, cylinder exchange, and more. Call 355-1721 or go to MasseyWoodandWest.com. Now, let's go live to the stadium to begin the On the Sidelines pregame show powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Here's Rob Witham. And it's the 27th edition of the Stew Bowl. The battle for eastern Hanover County as Lee Davis and Atley kicks here at the top of the hour. Welcome to Atley High School and to another edition of the Game of the Week. We begin the On the Sidelines pregame show powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland at SheehyFordAshland.com. Your next car, truck, or SUV, you can start searching for it right now. Use the second screen experience while you listen to the Game of the Week. Log on to SheeheyFordAshland.com. Largest volume dealer in the Mid-Atlantic for Fords. It's incredible, the selection that you find. SheeheyFordAshland.com or go see Kevin and the gang at SheeheyFord of Ashland, Route 1, just south of the town of Ashland. And we're glad that they bring you the pregame show each and every Friday night. Well, it's really simple, fans. We're getting into the middle of October now. Games are getting extremely serious. Some teams may see their playoff hopes in tonight. Others may see theirs clinched tonight. And it's a tale of two games for Lee Davis and Atley. Lee Davis comes in currently ranked 10th in our latest NBC 12 RVA Sports Network Big 12 High School football poll. But more importantly, they come in in fourth in region 5b a region with 15 teams a region where the top eight make the postseason and tonight's the first of three consecutive weeks where lee davis's fate is really going to be sealed because after tonight's game here at atley they go home to take on number nine verina next week and then they go to number 12 henrico that's our game of the week two weeks from tonight and by the time those three teams have all played each other verina and henrico play later this evening we'll have a very good idea as to who's in the playoffs who's struggling to make them on the final week on november 3rd and who may have a home game in the first round 
on November the 10th. So a lot to play for here for Lee Davis in the beginning of this last four weeks of the season. And then don't forget on the back end of those three games is the Tomato Bowl against a Patrick Henry team that may be coming in having to win to make sure that they're in the postseason down in Region 4B. For the Atlee Raiders, it's very simple tonight. They need to win out uh, They with a record of 2-4 and four in order to finish up the regular season and try to get a postseason bid in Region 5B. They've got to leapfrog over Douglas Freeman and Mills Godwin and Prince George and Meadowbrook, and that's just to get towards deep run and J.R. Tucker, who begin tonight tied for the 7th and 8th final two playoff bids. Atlee cannot afford... Uh, a slip up so they need a home win here tonight because they've got to go to highland springs that's our game of the week next week at Lee, number three highland springs and they're going to need to pull an upset there so the raiders know their backs are against the wall a loss tonight does not eliminate them from playoff contention but having highland springs up next week it makes the road to the playoffs extremely difficult so coach matt gray and company they know how important it is to get the homecoming win here tonight. Yes, homecoming here at Atlee, so our halftime show will be a bit extended, and we'll have a little bit of the pageantry of that for you here on our broadcast. But as we roll on here on the On the Sidelines pregame, powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland, going to sit down with NBC 12 Sports Director Mark Davis, and we'll talk about all the big games coming up tonight here in Week 8 of the 2017 season. My conversation with Mark comes up right after this two-minute timeout. You are listening to the Game of the Week live on 1029 The Mater and the RVA Ford of Ashland. With the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals. Up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. Back on the On the Sidelines pregame, powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland at SheehyFordAshland.com. Less than 30 minutes to kick off. Let's get you set on everything going on across the central region on this very busy Friday night. Just three Friday nights away from closing night. Every game with big meaning and knowing more about it than most people should actually know is Mark Davis. He is a wealth of information. He is the sports director at NBC 12 and he joins us every Friday night at this time. Mark, how goes it? You're, you're giving me your title. You're, I'm pushing second and best, buddy. Oh, no, uh, but, no. but, but, but thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going well and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's certainly, uh, like you said, we're, we're, we're quickly, quietly approaching, you know, the final Friday, which is the first Friday in November. And, uh, and and these games mean more and more. And looking down, we have some pretty fun matches to talk about tonight. We most certainly do. We'll begin with your game of the week across the river down in Chester. It's funny. L.C. Bird normally makes lots of noise every season. Everybody's talking about him. Everybody's looking at him. It's been an unusually quiet mm-hmm. year around the Skyhawks program. They took the loss Labor Day weekend in the Battle of Chester, but they've won everything since. And now they come in tonight hosting a Manchester team that has tripped them up here in recent years past. But nothing would put the Skyhawks back at the forefront of everyone's conversation, especially in Region 5B like a win tonight at home. Yeah, that's exactly right. A, a win tonight would definitely uh, get people talking about the Skyhawks again. Now, they haven't had a bad season. Let's be clear about that. No. One loss to Thomas Dale. It was kind of an ugly loss, but it was also the second game of the season. Since then, business as usual. But there is this uh, this thought, I think, that Hermitage and Highland Springs has, have maybe separated themselves a little bit from Bird.
Bird, then there's Bird and everybody else mm -hmm. when it comes to Region 5B. So uh, a win tonight would definitely put them back in that elite conversation. This is turning into a pretty solid rivalry, Rob. Uh, these teams have split their last six meetings. Last year, the Lancers beating Bird on the Skyhawks' home field, I believe, and it was Bird's only regular season loss of the year. Mm -hmm. So a lot of juice to this one. You know, Manchester, of course, their only loss was to Monaghan in a, in a close game that, uh, you know, the, they, they really figured out the Chiefs' defense late in the game, and, and then, uh, you know, Monaghan had that late score. Um, but uh, but a good matchup we expect tonight. Now, this could, I can see this being a one-possession game by the by, by the clock hitting zero. You know, it's going to be interesting. Manchester, last couple of weeks, they've rolled so well offensively in the first half, Mark, that they've rested a lot of starters yeah. in the second half, wondering if that's a positive because they'll be fresher or maybe a negative because they just haven't played a full game in a few weeks. I think it's going to be more of a positive, Rob. I think this team, Tom Hall always has his guys ready. These guys are used to it. These guys are experienced. They came back with so many people who had had varsity experience last year, starting with their quarterback. That's the, that's the guy that makes everything go for them. So I think they're going to be fine. I think it's a, a positive, not a negative. And, you know, you want, you know, fresh, healthy guys when you're playing L.C. Bird. Yep. Clark versus Banks. And interesting to note, um, RVA Sports Network correspondent Callie Yost was at Bird's win last week over Clover Hill. And she asked uh, C.J. Donaldson, their tailback, yep. after the game. He had a great game against the Cavs. You know, what are you looking for next week? He said simply to get revenge. Yeah, I, I think that's that's been uh, the rallying cry for this game uh, this week. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a good one. And the last time they faced a, a big game like this, they, they fell short, and they fell well short of expectations, I think, in the way they played. Oh, yeah. Rainy night at, at Thomas Dale just, just fell flat. You know, a 36-6 loss. You know, and Bird hadn't lost a game like that in quite some time. Mm -hmm. So now I think they want to come out and maybe do the punching instead of taking the punches and, and make a statement. Matt Estridge will be live in Chester all evening long, and we'll have uh, highlights of the entire game night atmosphere and yep. the game, of course, number five Manchester, number seven LC Bird, coming up on the sidelines at 11.15 on NBC12. Now to the rest of our NBC12 RVA Sports Network, Big 12 High School Football Poll, number one Hermitage, looks to go to 8-0 tonight. They host a Mills-Godwin team that is still in the mix in 5B, but yep. this is a very tough and tall assignment for the Eagles here this evening, especially, especially having to go to Chester Fritz. Number two, Dinwiddie at home tonight. They get a Meadowbrook team that comes in, Mark. When they win, they win solidly. When they lose, it's normally because it's a situation where they're playing one of the toughest teams in the area, and it gets no simpler tonight for the Monarchs, also in the heat of the race in 5B, yep. because Dinwiddie, even though they lead 4B, they're one of four unbeaten teams in that region, and they know they have to keep winning to keep up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Meadowbrook, as you pointed out, has had an interesting season in that regard. Dinwiddie, though, I mean, you know, now now they're at a spot where you're, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, Hopewell's probably their most challenging game on the schedule remaining. We've talked about that before. But uh, you, you got to win. You got to keep pace. You got to be able to, you know, they're on track for 10-0, I think. One slip-up is going to put them out of a mix of a team, of a group of teams, as you said, Rob, that is, is, is racing towards the finish and have kind of separated themselves from everybody else. So Dinwiddie tonight, one of four teams unbeaten in 4B. We'll talk about another one of them mm -hmm. coming up. In fact, we'll talk about two of them coming up in a moment in Monacan and Louisa. Yeah. But also, don't forget about Eastern View. They're at home. They're excuse me. They're on the road tonight. They're at Caroline. Caroline's struggling a bit this year. They've had a couple of wins, but they're on the outside looking in right now. Obviously, a win for the Cavs tonight would be huge yep. uh, in Region 4B. But uh, with Eastern View wanting to go to 8-0, Dinwiddie, Louisa, Monacan trying to go to 7-0. Dinwiddie still has to put continue to put the pedal to the metal. This is one of two away games for them left on the schedule. And Mark mentioned the other two weeks from tonight. Dinwiddie 
at Hopewell. Number three, Highland Springs is idle. Here's that second team out of 4B, uh, mm -hmm. Mark. Um, yeah, Matt got to see the uh, Henderson Bowl, the Jim Bob Bowl last yep, week. Yep. Number four, Monacan. Some people would look at the schedule and go, okay, no problem, at Cosby. They've really had a disappointing season. But after the scare they had with James River last week, I suspect for the Chiefs tonight, it's going to be all in and all hands on deck. Yeah, definitely. Let's get out there and take care of business, I think, is going to be Jim Henderson's message. And uh, mm -hmm. another team that, uh, you know, um, you know, another chance to beat a, beat a class six school and get, get a little more points, you know, That's which right. is always going to be key in these in these battles when you're talking about a bunch of undefeated teams battling for position in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, Monica and Dinwiddie have proven to be the class of this in our area. You know, we have Louisa, too, and Eastern View, obviously, they're battling with. So, um, but, yeah, the, the message has to be take care of business. I didn't think a lot of people expected it to be that close last week. No. And now, you know, I, I don't think a, a Cosby team that's been struggling this season, you know, I think they want to go, go in there and take care of it quick. We saw them have a little bit of uh, – trouble playing Clover Hill. Um, you know, James River last week you mentioned in, in, in overtime, mm -hmm. uh, and you know they don't want this week to be that close. No, they do not. So that's coming up. I believe that's a 7.30 kickoff at Cosby. Also in our poll, also in the Central District tonight, number six, Thomas Dale. Another team, kind of like Meadowbrook, that when they, when they play uh, teams that they're even with or they're expected to win, they do very well, but yeah. when they lose, it's a, it's a really, it's not a good performance, and I know they want to kind of get that out of their system down the stretch. They're in a Petersburg team that is struggling in the Region 3B playoff standings and could use a big win here tonight to try to uh, vault them back into and really solidify their position in the top eight. Also Central District, number eight, Hopewell, yep. on a great winning streak right now. Yep. Going to a Prince George team that has a chance to pick up some major points and really make a statement in that mix in Region 5B uh, with a victory. But the one I really want to talk about left in our poll, Mark, yep. is the Capital District Showdown coming up top of the hour. We had number nine, Verona on the game of the week last week, thrashing Patrick Henry 37-0 and looking very impressive doing so. They host a number 10 Henrico team coming in off the win at home at homecoming against Atlee, a good second half as they pulled away. This is the beginning of three weeks where the three teams in the middle of Region 5B are going to play each other. With beginning tonight, Henrico Verina, Verina Lee Davis next week, Lee Davis at Henrico on the game of the week in two weeks. We're going to know a whole lot more about what 5B is going to look like after those three games beginning with tonight's what do you see in this one i see two teams that are similar have similar resumes that have given us good games in the past mm -hmm. and, and that will have a, a stiff challenge on the opposite sideline you have rhina only lost against hermitage still have highland springs to play mm -hmm. you have henrico only losses to hermitage and highland springs and those scores didn't really indicate how close those games really were so you have two e evenly matched teams i think you have two teams of even ability and uh, and the winner of this one is going to be looking pretty good. Now, obviously, they both have a gauntlet to run down the stretch, yeah. but but this is you know they say the next big game is the one just in front of you. This this is a big game. This is for for both teams and and evenly matched and like the job both coaches are doing. Verina, you know, we keep saying you know each game has proven they're more for real. Mm -hmm. You know, this is obviously you know with the exception of that Hermitage game, this is going to be the biggest one on their schedule to date that uh, that they're going to have a chance to really prove, hey, we're back and and we're here to stay and we're a playoff team and we're a force to be reckoned with. Well, they made a believer out of me last week yeah, in the game sure. of the week with uh, completely uh, disrupting. That was more than just a win. Oh that was yeah, more than just a win. absolutely. <clears throat> it really 
really was. They, they completely disrupted Patrick Henry's offense that had been averaging over 40 points a game through four games and then a 15-point performance the week before against Statley and then shut out at home. Uh, just couldn't get anything going. There was speed. There was strength in the middle of the defensive line. The front seven did their job. It was a fantastic performance by Verena. But Henrico will give them their best shot tonight. And again, this game will be big and determining yeah. here in Region 5B. We begin the night with Elsie Bird, you mentioned, in third behind Hermitage and Highland Springs. And then Lee Davis, four. Verena, five. Henrico, six. But they're all within shouting distance of each other. And again, those three games in the next three weeks beginning with this one tonight, going to be proved, proved to be very pivotal. Yes, and this was actually a Game of the Week consideration. So this is like <laughs> 1B for us tonight, so we'll be, we'll be keeping a close eye on this. Absolutely. A number 11, Goochland, still unbeaten. They go to Bluestone tonight. They're favored to continue to remain unbeaten as they try to push at 10-0 and still staring uh, above and looking and seeing Pocosin in the number one spot there in Region 2A, but Goochland fighting hard to try to catch up with a couple of games left in the season. Our Game of the Week we'll talk about in a moment. I want to go to the other side of the county real quick, Mark, and get your take on Hanover and Patrick Henry. Now, entering tonight in Region 4B, Patrick Henry is barely in fifth. They've got Huguenot and Midlothian just tenths of a point behind them. They've lost three in a row. In comes a Hanover team that's actually only one spot out of the playoff race despite a one and five record. So you know they're going to come up jacked yeah. because it's a rivalry game, and if they win, suddenly they could be back in the discussion because of the strength of schedule with the Capital District. Uh, this is going to be a crazy night in Ashland. Yeah, it sure is, and must wins for both teams essentially you know what I mean just to kind of for everyone's playoff hopes I mean you know Patrick Henry essentially has the ability to knock out its rival from any contention and kind of put the nail on the coffin for their season meanwhile Hanover a chance to keep their playoff talks alive maybe not knock Patrick Henry out of the conversation but at least take them and, and, and give them a, a loss that would that would hurt their chances yes. especially going <clears throat> forward and with a lot of hard games you know remaining on their schedule definitely you know and a rivalry game Rob, as you mentioned you know it's it's what you, you know it's so cliche to say oh when these two teams get together throw the records out the window <laughs> but you know essentially you know when, when you have these Hanover County teams play that's you know that's what you're expecting to see you're expect, yes. you know who would have thought a couple weeks ago Atlee would have knocked off Patrick Henry no, I, I didn't think so mm -hmm. you know and then Atlee came out guns blazing and, and, and did his job that was a uh, you know, definitely a, a good thing to good thing to see for them. And now Atley has the exact same situation coming up tonight. That leads us into our game of the week. Let's go ahead and talk about that now, Mark, as we continue on the on the sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Top of the hour, number ten, Lee Davis and Atley, the Stew Bowl edition, number twenty-seven in the regular season. They also also uh, have met in the postseason. Uh, Lee Davis comes in. They've righted the ship after the loss to Highland Springs a few weeks back. They're in the fight. They'd love to see. Um, Elsie Bird lose to Manchester, lose to Monica next yeah. week, and they could be looking at a number three seed if they could run the table, which is easier said than done because yep. they're going to come into a hornet's nest tonight. The Raiders essentially are playing at two and four for their postseason lives because if you go to two and five in Region 5B, then you've got to win out and get help, and that's going to be very difficult to do. So Matt Gray's Raiders are going to be ready. Yeah, absolutely. And, and another Hanover County battle, as we talked about before, with Hanover Patrick Henry and, and, and the implications. Huge. And Lee Davis. Davis is in this cluster that I'm going to enjoy seeing how it plays out down the stretch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because every game just means so much now. I know they all count the same, but you know, with, with the way things are shaping out in the playoffs and with, with Henrico and Verina and, uh, and Lee Davis all right there, I mean, I, I'm really interested and in, in, in intrigued to see how this plays out. Atlee, you know, uh, again, we just talked about their upset of Patrick Henry, you know, so they know they can come in and, and not 
not let the other team's record or the team across the, the field bother them, essentially, with, with their previous accomplishments. So now it's time for Allie to come out and, and do the same thing for Lee Davis if they want to keep their hopes alive. Really a must-win tonight for the Raiders. On the other side for Lee Davis, as Mark mentioned, in the middle of that mix and in Region 5B, and if Elsie Bird takes care of business the next couple of weeks and puts themselves back in that trio, so to speak, with Hermitage and Highland Springs traditionally, uh, then you're looking at Lee Davis fighting for that four seed, which is a home game. If you're a five or a six seed, you got to hit the road in the first round of the playoffs, and Lee Davis obviously wants to host one in Mechanicsville yeah. on November 10th. Now, the Colonial District, Mark, is going to have a big say as to who's in mm -hmm. at the bottom of Region 5B and who's out. Right now, deep run, J.R. Tucker are tied for 7 and 8. So, Mills Godwin, Douglas Freeman on the outside looking in. Yep. Today, tonight, uh, Thomas Jefferson goes to deep run. A deep run with a huge comeback over Douglas Freeman yeah, wow. last week. What a win for them. But they better not take the Vikings lightly. 55 on Glen Allen in a win last week. They're in the top three in their region right now. They're playing for home field advantage. This one's going to be big. Yeah, and, and who'd have thought Thomas Jefferson? I mean, you know, mm -hmm. what, what what a turnaround. There, did I see the number two right now? Either two or three. Two or three, mm -hmm. one or the other in, in, in their region. So very impressive right now, you know, against a deep run team that, you know, we've talked about the year two of the Chad Hornick era right now and how they're trying to build on their success and, and their, their playoff appearance from last year. But they're, they're in this cluster as well. So, you know, another one we keep talking about, I know we sound like broken records, uh, skipping CDs for the young ones. But, uh, you know, the, the, we have these, these clusters of teams that are right on the cusp there where these games just mean so much. And this is one where, again, the implication's high for, for both squads. But deep run, you know, what does a win like last week do for you? I mean, you know, what does that do in terms of, you know, getting you jacked up, getting you ready to roll? I mean, like, the other team they're playing, you know, this, these guys are never out of it. We 22 unanswered points to win, very impressive. And deep run has the, uh, dare we say, easiest road to go to the postseason here in this group of on about paper, seven right. on, on paper, paper right. because of the schedule. They spend the entire month of October at home, starting Last week, tonight's at home. Next week, they get John Marshall. Then Glenn Allen comes in. They only have to hit the buses November 3rd at Mills Godwin. Will that be a play-in game that night? We'll find out as time goes on. Two teams in desperate need of a win tonight. Glenn Allen hosting John Marshall. Glenn Allen essentially now has to win out and get help if they have any hope in Region 5B. Same for Matoica, also 1-5. They go to a Colonial Heights team who suddenly is on a losing streak after the 3-0 start. Because, but it's the rugged Central District schedule, but they really could use a home win tonight to help them solidify their hopes to get into the postseason. James Rivers at George Wythe, New Kent's at Lafayette, Matthews is at King William, and Richmond Christian comes up top of the hour at home against Fuqua. One other game of note, and that is Clover Hill at Midlothian. Mark a quick take on that because the Trojans with three wins, uh, really surprising mm -hmm. people this year uh, with their first year head coach. Uh, trying to make sure they make the 4B playoffs. They're right there just behind Huguenot and Patrick Henry in 7th. Clover Hill's coming in, trying to make sure they don't finish 8th in 6B. Right. Uh, so these two teams are going to really go at it tonight. I expect a good one there at Pote Stadium. Yeah, this one definitely has the uh, the makings of, of one that's going to go down to the wire. You know, both teams, uh, you know, with, with heavy implications and uh, crosstown rivals, so to speak, and, uh, you know, with a lot on the line here. Mm -hmm. And, and so, again, evenly matched, I think. We've seen Clover Hill really test some teams this year. Yes. We've seen you know, Midlothian's win over Huguenot even even was impressive to me because I thought Huguenot was was coming in pretty pretty solidly. Mm -hmm. So uh, I 
I think uh, Midlothian is definitely and Clover Hill are coming in coming in hot, and uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited to see how this one plays out. Yeah, Clover Hill get past the bird game. Now that's behind them. They can focus on the rest of the regular season to make sure they keep either Franklin County or Cosby in that eighth and final yep. spot in 6B, so that they can make the playoffs. In 6B, there are only eight teams. The top seven are going to make it. Eight is out, and one gets a bye in round one. Well, coming up tonight, 11:15 on NBC 12, Richmond's number one choice for news. Of course, it is on the sidelines, a jam-packed edition. Mark, a little preview, if you could. Yeah, sure. Uh, like you said, Rob, Matt's going to be live at the LC Bird for that big game of the week between Manchester and Bird. Definitely going to have people stationed at Henrico Verina, mm -hmm. the Clover Hill Midlow game we just talked about, uh, getting all the key games. And, and then afterwards, during On the Sidelines Extra, you and I are going to sort out the, the playoffs and, and you know what it could mean and, and who got the key wins and you know taking everyone else's questions as well. So big night of football starting at 11.15, starting right now, actually. But, uh, but 11.15 on the sidelines kicks off. About 11.33 is when you'll see Rob and I hit the uh, Facebook Live airwaves uh, on NBC12's Facebook Live. So exciting night of football, Rob, as always. No doubt about it. And we've got you covered all night long, fans. Virginia Farm Bureau in-game update. The scoreboard's coming up throughout the game. Our Massey Win and West scoreboard show right after the game. And then, of course, on the sidelines with Mark and Matt at 11.15 only on NBC12. And as soon as that's done, uh, we'll hop into the uh, studio with Mark uh, just after about 11.33. And that's at Facebook.com slash NBC12 News. On the sidelines extra, we'll take your questions live. So we hope you'll join us. Mark Davis, NBC12, thanks for being with us. Thank you, sir. Always good to be here, Rob. And we're back after this timeout to wrap up the On the Sidelines pregame show powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland and get you set for the kick of the Stew Bowl. Lee Davis at Lee. We're next after this timeout live on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RVA. Sheehy Sports Ford Network. of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic says fall head over deals up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey, Wood and West. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. 
I started exercising instead of smoking. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. I kept on trying, learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. We did it, so can you. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Effort from the Lee Davis Marching Band and the Atlee Marching Band coming together for our national anthem tonight as we are moments away from kickoff of Stew Bowl 27. It is Lee Davis and Atlee for the right to own, yes, the Mrs. Fearnow's Brunswick Stew Trophy, which is emblematic of winning this Eastern Hanover rivalry, which was first played in 1991, the first year that the Atlee Raider Nation existed. And the Atlee High School opened in the fall of that year. They've played every year ever since. They've had some classics. They've met in the postseason. But in terms of regular season, it's their first shot uh, uh, tonight at each other since last year's Lee Davis victory over in Mechanicsville. Atlee would love nothing more than to get an upset victory here tonight. As we get set to wrap up the On the Sidelines pregame, powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland at SheehyFordAshland.com. A quick reminder that Mark Davis will be back, of course, tonight, right after the game on the Massey Wood and West Scoreboard Show. He'll be live with us with a preview of On the Sidelines tonight at 11.15, only on NBC12. And then as soon as On the Sidelines is complete on television, I'll be heading down to Chesterfield, and I'll be joining Mark live in the NBC12 studios on Facebook Live for On the Sidelines Extra. We start at 11.33. As soon as they go off the air on NBC12 on TV, we switch over to Facebook. I join Mark, and we have a chance to answer your questions about tonight's action live. We'll get in-depth with analysis of the games from across the area, and we'll talk playoff picture after week number eight. That's all tonight on Facebook Live on the Sidelines Extra with Mark Davis and myself. We began at about 11.33 live on Facebook.com slash NBC12 News. That is Facebook.com slash NBC12 News. So we get set for the 27th renewal of this rivalry between number 10 Lee Davis and the Raiders of Antley. And Lee Davis takes the field on the opposite side in front of the asylum who has assembled their student section and a good amount of faithful Lee Davis fans who've made the trip as well. Crowd still filing in here at the stadium at Atlee High School. We have a mist, a bit of a drizzle falling. Temperature kickoff's gonna range at about 65 to 67 degrees, but the humidity is still quite high in the 80 to 90% range. So not only will we have just enough moisture falling from the sky to make that pigskin slick tonight, so turnovers could be an issue, uh, holding on to the football could be an issue, and holding on to your footing could be an issue as well. Temperatures won't change much over the next few hours, uh, but unfortunately, neither will the clouds and the mist and the drizzle. And there is occasionally a chance at some light rain as well. So that may have kept a few of the faithful uh, away tonight. And if they did and you're joining us on the radio or online we thank you for being with us here tonight. Let's make it official. You're listening to WHAN Ashland and W275BQ Ashland. Rob with them with you on the game of the week as the captains have met at midfield and we're getting set to find out who is going to be having the football to start tonight's Stubol action. Follow uh, two of our RBA Sports Network correspondents on Twitter tonight. They're live on the field. They'll have video updates all night long. That's at Noah9700, Noah Matthews. And at Cameron 9408, that 
is Cameron Taylor. We appreciate their efforts tonight. And good to have Evan Hughes back in the county tonight, home from fall break at Virginia Tech. He's on the call on Patriot Talk Live tonight. In the other rivalry night action here in the county, it is, of course, Hanover at Patrick Henry in a game with huge Region 4B playoff ramifications. You hear the uh, crowd, especially the rage cage below us, and they're getting set to cheer on the Raiders as they come in through the skybox and come out onto the field. Atley has won the toss. No, check that. Lee Davis has won the toss, and they have deferred. Atley's going to get the football to start the game. And now we just await the arrival, and you'll know it when they're coming. And here they are, the Atlee Raiders, under second-year head coach Matt Gray. friends is the sound of the Atlee Rage Cage, one of the best student sections you're going to find in the state of Virginia. And it doesn't matter whether their team is 6-0, and 1-5, 2-4, 4-2, they are always out in full force. Marching band and the cheerleaders who make the double line so that they can come through them out of the skybox to our left, now hurrying up and getting off the field as we'll get ready for the kickoff here in just one moment. It will be interesting to see if turnovers become a problem tonight because of the weather. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see field position game. When Atlee has been successful this season, they've been able to put some points on the board, but they've also been able to do it thanks to good field position. So somebody's going to tilt the field at some point tonight. Raiders hope it is them. Now, again, as we mentioned at the outset of the pregame show, if they lose tonight, go to two and five, going to the game of the week next week at number three, Highland Springs. Their work is certainly going to be cut out for them in Region 5B. That's why tonight is so important to get the rivalry night win at home. For Lee Davis, it's simple. They're in the midst of trying to keep away from Verona and Henrico and stay in the top four in Region 5B and try to get in the postseason and have a playoff game at home round one. Joseph Hudnall has it teed up at the 40-yard line, and we are underway. It is a squib kick. It's going to be taken at the 25. Fumbled! And Lee Davis may have the football at the 29-yard line, and we have a penalty marker on the play. So, already problems holding the football. We stop the clock. We'll see, A, who has the ball, and B, what the marker's for. They're going to say it's at Lee football. Wow, that's, I'll tell you, fans, it was, it was bumbled and stumbled by Cameron Foreman, and then it looked like a Confederate had fallen on it. And apparently that football gate away from him, too, and an Atlee Raider was able to get it. Now, we have a penalty marker, so that may affect where the Raiders start their drive. They're currently at the 29-yard line, and it's going to be against Lee Davis, so Atlee will get even better field position. So almost a catastrophe on the opening kick, but instead they get a, looks like a 10-yard mark off, and it'll be first and 10 for the Raiders of Atlee at their own 38-yard line. And we are underway here live on the game of the week, week number eight. Warren, handoff, Abel, right side, and absolutely nothing there. He'll lose a yard. Back to the 37-yard line. As we have seen for Lee Davis this year, two of their bright spots defensively are their ends. Ty Mills 
He's not big. He's not huge, but he's shifty, and he knows how to win the weight war even if you're 40, 50 pounds heavier than him. He understands the game of leverage. The other side, Jalen Hargrove, also a tight end. They do a marvelous job on the ends on this defensive line for Lee Davis. Second down and 11 after a loss of one. Warren thinks about passing, gets rid of it. It's tipped and knocked out of bounds, incomplete. Closest player to that pass, number 50, Harry Henderson on defense. Warren thought about tucking it and running it very quickly. And for whatever reason, thought he was going to be able to get a little flare pass out. But the Lee Davis defense was there. Plus, they were on him. And he had to throw it away. So it's third down and 11 from about the 37-and-a-half-yard line. Just underway here at Stew Bowl edition number 27. Raiders with the football first. And Warren now out of the shotgun formation. Tyler looking, rolling, looking, throws, and incomplete behind his intended receiver had it been on the money they would have had a first down near midfield but that pass was behind the raider in motion so it is a three and out for the raiders and lee davis will get the football for the first time tonight Punt coming. It should be Kamar McCauley, the usual punt returner for Lee Davis, and it is number two. two, And Warren will handle the punting honors. Gets it away. High. McCauley will take it at the 24. Looks for room left. Nothing. Looks for room right. Slips and falls back at the 21-yard line. And again, what we just mentioned moments ago, not only holding on to the football, but keeping your footing tonight. It's going to be a challenge for teams across the RBA, and it's going to be first and 10 at the 20. First possession for Zach Lass and company. We are 101 into the game. Zach Lass, the Lee Davis quarterback. First and 10, you'll get two in motion anthony will line up now in the i formation handoff up the middle josh rice across the 20 to the 23 yard line so three yards for rice on his first carry of the night josh has been the workhorse he had a very strong start to the season highland springs shut him and the entirely davis offense down uh, back a few weeks ago on the game of the week and their only loss of the season so far Rice has not been the huge play producer that he was back earlier in September, but he is always a threat to break it open. Gain of about three. It'll be second and seven. Offset eye. Back to Rice. Cuts up right side. There's good running room. 30, 35, 40. Midfield gets a block to the 30, and then Cameron Foreman finally brings him down inside the 25 to the 21-yard line. So just when we say he hasn't broken one open in a while, he goes for 56 yards, and Lee Davis is very much knocking on the door of the red zone. So 56 yards on the carry, and it'll be first and 10 for Lee Davis. Nose of the football at the 20-yard line. 
Lass, handoff Rice, up the middle, down at the 15. Abel helping out on the stop. And it looks like uh, 56 Hayden Moore helping out as well. So it'll be a gain of about four, second down and six. Three plays, three runs, all to Josh Rice. And Lee Davis knocking on the door early here with 9.25 and the clock running here in this opening quarter of Stoop Bowl 27. Walzak will go to the far side. Two wide receivers here to the near on second and six from the Atlee 15 and a half. Lass will bring a man in motion. That's McCauley. Handed to Kamar, going around left side on the jet sweep. He'll get the first down, leap over a defender, and he gets close to the five-yard line. It's going to be first and goal for Lee Davis. Great athleticism by Kamar. They'll put it at the five, and it is first and goal for Lee Davis. But, you know, you can't make that jet sweep without a couple of good blocks. So credit, left tackle, left guard, wide receiver. Guys going out there, getting the job done. They'll come in a tighter formation now. Lass will be under center, I formation. First and goal from the five. They give it to Rice. Looking right side, cuts up the middle, and he will be, I believe, just short of the touchdown. Yep, four yards when he needed five. He's down to the one, and it's second down and goal. Lee Davis threatening to strike first tonight. Under 8.30 to go, first quarter. Stubold 27 just underway here at a Misty at Lee High School on the game of the week. I think almost everyone in the stadium knows this one may be going to Josh Rice, but instead, it's Lass. Going to keep it himself, try to push the pile over the goal line, looking for the signal, and it's there. Touchdown, Lee Davis, Confederates. It is Zach Lass. On the QB keeper. So 6-0. Number 10, Lee Davis with Hudnall coming in for the point after. It'll be last as the usual holder, and tonight holding is going to be a little bit more of an adventure because of the weather conditions. Atley goes three and out in their first possession. Lee Davis drives 80 yards for the score. High snap, they get it down. Hudnall's point after is, I think, partially blocked, and it's no good. So with 8.08 to go here in the first, it is Lee Davis six, Atley nothing. Back after this 30, 30-second timeout, you're listening to the Game of the Week live on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. So nothing but the run, fans. 80-yard drive capped off by Lass's QB sneak from the one. And Hudnall will tee it up at the 40. It's another squib kick, one of the up men. It's Moore. 
is able to grab it and fall down to the 35-yard line, and that is where Atley will begin their second possession of the night. The Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard up and running now across our Twitter network and, of course, on the game of the week. Patrick Henry on the board first, a touchdown run for Hunter Hart, and Patrick Henry on homecoming night in Ashland, leading Hanover early 7-0 in the first quarter. Here, it's first and 10 Atley at their 35, down by 6. Warren to keep it himself up the middle, and he'll get close to 3 yards to the 38-yard line. Zach Green helping out on the stop for the Confederates, and it will be second down. Hopewell on the board first against Prince George tonight. The eighth-ranked Blue Devils up 6-0 thanks to a Ronnie Walker touchdown run. Hopewell currently third in Region 3A coming into tonight, and Prince George on the outside looking in in 5B. Second and seven, Warren. Gives it to Abel. He's got running room, and he'll drag a Confederate or two to first down yardage at the 45-yard line. Fantastic run there by Isaac Abel, and they should move the chain and make it first and 10, and they do, from the 45-yard line. Ooh. Tough night tonight or tough afternoon for Trinity Episcopal. Final just in and VIS double-A action tonight. Trinity loses to Fork Union 86-42, the final score in that one this afternoon. Warren turns hands to Bratton. Bratton wants to go around right side. Nobody there, and he'll get stopped for a nice loss. That is Ned Anthony getting him back at the 42-yard line, and that's a loss of three on the play. It'll be second down and 13. Tucker's first carry of the night is for negative yards. Video of Zach Lass's touchdown from a moment ago, right now available on Hanover Sports on Twitter. Second and 13 from the 42. Warren, handoff. Bratton again trying to cut it around left side. Anthony is there. So is Barry, and he'll go out of bounds at the 44. He'll get two of the three yards back, and it'll be third down and 11. One of the, one of the best attributes of this Lee Davis defense this season is their experience. They have tons of three-year starters. Now, of course, it's going to be a trouble replacing all these guys next season. But they've been primed for this run here in 2017 since the 2015 season ended. Last year, even though they made the playoffs, it was kind of a transition year. Now they're reaping the dividends of all the experience. Third down, we'll call it 10 and a half. Warren, this time in the shotgun, looking to throw, flushed out of the pocket, pass, and just throws it away. So Warren early tonight, 0 for 3. And the Raiders will have to kick again. Atley will punt from their 44-yard line. It's Kamara McCauley again back deep. See if he can keep his footing this time and get a return for Lee Davis. Up 6 to nothing here midway through the first quarter. Good snap to Warren. 
runs a few steps and then puts it toward the sideline and it'll go out of bounds but Davis will get better field position than their first drive they started last time at the 20 they'll start this one waiting for the referee to get to the place to the 35 all right so 35 yard line is where Lee Davis will take over up six nothing and we are three seconds away from the midway point of quarter number one First down and 10 for number 10, Lee Davis. Wanting to hang on to the Mrs. Fearnow's Brunswick Stubold trophy. First down last in the pistol. He's got Jameer Johnson beside him here on first down. Gives it to Jameer. He looks left side, bounces off one man and falls forward for three to the 38-yard line. First carry of the night for Jameer Johnson, and it'll be second down. And we'll call it about seven and a half. Just underway over Henrico and Verina. That's a huge game, and those are the next two opponents for these Lee Davis Confederates the next two weeks. They are scoreless two minutes in at Verina. Lass is all alone now, second down, seven. He'll tuck it and run, find room up the middle, across the 40 to the 43. Ball comes loose at the end of the play, but they say knee down at the 43. So about five yards for Lass. And we're looking at third down and a short three as Moore is in on the tackle. Glenn Allenoff first up tonight with a big touchdown run for Devin Flowers. They take a 7-0 lead on John Marshall. Both those teams fighting for their playoff lives tonight, especially Glenn Allen in the rugged region 5B. Can the Raiders defense get a stop here on third and three from the 42 and a half? Last under center this time. Handoff right up the middle. First down, Lee Davis to the 46-yard line. Appears to be enough for a first down for the Confederate. That should be Rice on the carry, and it is. He'll get close to five. Isaiah Abel, number 20. And uh, five carries, 74 yards early tonight for the workhorse, Josh Rice. I know a guy at William & Mary that's very proud of Mr. Rice. His name, Nathan Evans, who, of course, was the starting tailback the last two years here at Lee Davis. From the 46 and a half, fresh set of downs. Bell handed to Rice again is in. And he'll get about a yard and then gets pushed back by the heart of the Atlee defensive line, better known as the Blue Wall. More Adelstein in there too. Short gain of maybe a yard and it'll be second and nine. Second down and nine. And Devin Flowers scores again, this time a 31-yard run, and Glenn Allen ups their lead on John Marshall, 15-0 first quarter on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Here, it is second and nine, Lee Davis at their own 47, up 6-0. As we approach the late stages of quarter number one tonight, and there's some confusion, and Zach Lass says, can we call time? And Coach Turner says, yes, you can. And we will, too. 3.17 to go, quarter number one. We'll take a 30-second timeout. 
30-second break. You're listening to the Game of the Week, Stew Bowl number 27, live on 1029 The Mater in the RVA Sports Network. Massingwood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. the timeout for Lee Davis, second and nine from their 47. Lass will fake the handoff, get it to Hargrove across the middle, complete, and he's got running room. He cuts straight down the field, and no one will stop him. Touchdown, Lee Davis Confederates from 53 yards. That had to be an absolute bullet of a pass for that play to work, and it was. Last with the fake, sent it flying to Hargrove, who caught it in stride, and no one had a shot at the big man. Great play, great yards after the catch, and Lee Davis looks to up the lead to 13 to nothing on the point after from Hudnall. 3.08 to go here in the first. Better snap this time. This kick is up, and this kick is good. 3.08 to go first quarter. 53-yard strike makes it 13-0 Lee Davis. And we're back after this 60-second timeout. Here on the game of the week, it's Stu Bowl 27, live on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night and students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. On the ensuing kickoff, Cameron Foreman is able to get ahead of steam up and get across the 35 to about the 37 or 38-yard line. And that is where Atlee will start their third possession of the evening with about three minutes to go. But they find themselves now down 13 to nothing after the 53-yard pass play. The pitch and catch to Jalen Hargrove. So first and 10, Atley, now down 13. Warren looking to pass across the middle, overthrows his intended receiver, was looking for John Johnson, and he was in one-on-one -on -one coverage. You put it in the breadbasket, and you're in Lee Davis territory. So that one just um, not a good throw, and Tyler doesn't have that rhythm yet. He is already 0 for 4 passing tonight. If he can get that rhythm going... Atley could get big chunks of yardage. Could have had it right there. 
second down and 10. Warren looking to pass this time over the middle and complete. Foreman was all alone. He'll go in untouched. A broken play in the secondary gives it a touchdown at Lee Raiders. That was too easy. 67 yards, and Warren put it right in the breadbasket that time, and the Raiders are on the board. You got your track shoes on, fans? Could be one of those nights. Warren's first completion tonight, good for 63 and a score. Brian Marcos in for the point after. We'll get the point after attempt now from Marcos. Warren will hold, try to put it into the skybox here. The kick is up, and the kick is good. The Raiders strike quick and strike back. 13-7, Lee Davis. As we are now at 2.48 to go in the first quarter. Back after this 30-30-second timeout, you're listening to Stubble 27 on the Game of the Week, live on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals, up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. Fans, just when it looked like there could be trouble early, Tyler Warren finds Cameron Foreman, who got well behind the Lee Davis secondary, and no one was going to catch him. And the Raiders on the board just 20 seconds after the second Lee Davis score. 2.48 left here in the first, and it's 13-7 Lee Davis. And the Raiders will kick off. And Lee Davis set up for their first return since the opening. Usually McCauley and Johnson are the two back. We see McCauley. This one kicked high, but a bit short. It'll be taken and fumbled at the 22, right back into Johnson's hands. He'll fall across the 30 and get down to about the 32 or 33-yard line. So, again, trying to hang on to the football. Going to be a struggle on a misty Friday night. First time since Labor Day weekend where weather has been a factor. You'll remember uh, that's week two of the season. Uh, it affected games greatly. Some games got pushed back from Friday to Thursday. Some games were already scheduled on that Thursday. A few hardy games were played on that Friday, including the Battle of Chester when Dale killed L.C. Bird for their lone loss of the year. We were at James River Douglas Freeman in the downpour that night. Since then, weather's been beautiful, a bit hot and humid at times, but tonight it's slick. And Lee Davis will take over at the 33, first down and 10. Last handoff, Rice, up the middle. He'll go across the 40 to the 41, maybe even the 42-yard line, close to nine on his seventh carry of the night. They are through one tonight in Ashland. 
And it is Patrick Henry, seven, Hanover, nothing. In the Battle of Western Hanover, the 15th edition of Hanover Patrick Henry, dating back to 2003. I remember that first encounter like it was yesterday. We did that game here on WHAN Radio. What a night that was. And we get a timeout called. And the timeout is taken by Lee Davis, and it'll be their second charged timeout of this half. Yep, first time Hanover and Patrick Henry played. It was supposed to be played at Hanover to open their new stadium, but the field wasn't ready. So they moved the game to Patrick Henry, and Hanover was still the home team. And the Hawks went up early, 21 to nothing. And then R.J. Waters got the Patriots back in, and he ended up scoring all four of their touchdowns that night via the run. And Patrick Henry beat Hanover that night, 28-21. Patrick Henry won the first four games in that series, and then Hanover won the next 11, including one playoff game a decade ago. Patrick Henry finally got a win and broke that losing streak to the Hawks last year. Now they're looking to make it two for two. Updates from Big 12 poll teams in just a moment. Right now, two men in motion for Lee Davis on second and one out of the timeout. Lass fakes it, rolls to his right, looking for a man. He's covered. Lass will run it, get the first down, and go out of bounds at the 46. So last for about four. And it'll be first down, Lee Davis. Henrico strikes first tonight on the road. Lawrence Chambers, a 20-yard touchdown pass. Henrico seven. Verina nothing in the first. Five minutes to go first quarter tonight in Verena on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Again, early second quarter now in Ashland. Patrick Henry seven. And Hanover nothing. Under center, last Handoff, Rice, room left side, into the secondary, and down into Atley territory, near the 45. It's a gain of nine. And Josh Rice is quickly approaching 100 yards rushing here in the first half. NBC 12 game of the week has a touchdown. Matt Estridge reports early second quarter. L.C. Bird on the board first tonight. At home, and they lead number five, Manchester, 7-0. Matt will be live at LC Bird tonight on the sidelines at 11-15 on NBC 12. Two men in motion, second and a long yard here. They'll give it back to Rice, first down and more across the 40, inside the 35, and then finally down near the 33-yard line. 13 for Rice, and he is over the 100-yard mark here. Nine carries, 106 yards, and we're not even through one quarter tonight here at Atley High School. Got someone shaken up for the Raiders defensively, and we'll get an official's timeout as Hayden Moore is being attended to. He's jogging off the field. And so I think they're looking at an arm or a finger, maybe. They'll check it out. It might be a situation where something got dislocated. If you're the trainer, you ask how your parents are doing while you put the finger right back in place and you never know it. It hurts like, oh, you just don't want to know. But they know how to do the game of uh, divert your attention somewhere else and get the job done. 
First and 10, last under center. Lee Davis driving again. Handoff up the middle. It's Johnson this time, but he gets hit hard after a one-yard gain. Adelstein helping out. And Isaac Abel is in the house, too, on that tackle, and it'll be second and nine after a one-yard gain. Glenn Allen has its third touchdown of the night from Devin Flowers to update the uh, uh, the game there. The lead now 22-0 over John Marshall early in quarter number two. Thanks to our buddy Doug Hines. Live there on Twitter, and, of course, they're the PA announcer there at Glen Allen High School. Second and nine. Lee Davis at the Atlee 33, up 13-7. Final minute of the first quarter. Lass is just going to take it himself, trying to go around right side. He'll absorb a couple of hits, fall forward inside the 30, near the 26-yard line. And that'll do it for quarter number one. Lee Davis on the move again, and they're up 13-7 after one tonight. We're back after this 60, 60-second timeout. 13-7 Lee Davis at Stubal 27. You're listening live on the Game of the Week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night. And students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Switch sides of the field, get going in quarter number two. Romp with them along with you live here on the RBA Sports Network online at rbasportsnetwork.com, hanovercountysports.net. We're on the TuneIn Radio app tonight on Radial, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. And of course, 1029 The Mater and 1430 AM. It is a third down and short, about two to go for Lee Davis. Hand to Rice, looking right side, and he should have enough for the first down. It'll be close but he should be able to move the chain far side of the field. And Rice's 10th run of the half will be very close, and the officials have called for time. And we'll see if maybe there's a little measurement coming up. A couple of quick score updates on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Number four, Monikin returns the opening kickoff for a touchdown at Cosby for a 7-0 lead. Matoica on the board first tonight at Colonial Heights. They lead at 7-0 with eight minutes to go in the first half. And Terrence Oxendine has just broken an 80-yard touchdown run. And Patrick Henry ups their lead on Hanover to 14-0. Early second quarter, our Andy Losey. They're live at Patrick Henry tonight. John Marshall on the board for the first time tonight. 41-yard touchdown pass, and they cut the lead of Glen Allen to 22-6. And we'll have our first update in a moment 
from Meadowbrook and number two, Deep Run. It will be enough for a Lee Davis first down on the run by Rice. First down and 10 as the Confederates look to build back to a two-possession lead, which they had for all of 20 seconds. Right now, 13-7. Last in the pistol formation this time. Rice beside him. Give it to Josh. Looks right. Running left. Cuts up the middle. Gets away from one man inside the 20. Maybe to the 19-yard line. So we're looking at five, five and a half on first down. Yeah, right at the 20. So let's see. They actually had the first down marker at the 24. Belvin helping out on the stop, and it'll be second down. We'll call it six. And the football right at the 20. So Lee Davis again in the red zone, looking for more, driving right to left across your tablet, laptop, or mobile device. Hargrove in motion left to right. Last brings Kamar Cauley his way. McCauley will get it on that jet sweep. Rice the lead blocker, and he'll be close to first down yardage before he's up cut it there. Looked like Moore might have gotten him. I think Hayden back in the game. But it's going to be enough for the first down. So McCauley with two jet sweeps tonight, one for 10, and now one for six. Number two, Dinwiddie, 10. Meadowbrook, six. Generals on the road tonight in Chesterfield as they approach midway through the first half. And Dinwiddie just fumbled the football, and Meadowbrook's got it in Dinwiddie territory, looking to take the lead. Last under center on first down from the 14. Just going to push the pile and keep it himself, and the Raiders didn't allow much there. That'll be maybe a yard gain. That's a call you were hoping for to have um, a little bit later in the drive. It'll be, okay, they're saying that the last play actually was just a bit short of first down yardage, so that play was designed to get the first, and they've got it. So we can make it official now. From the, looks like the 13 and a half, maybe the 14. First down for Lee Davis. 9.20 and clock running here in the first half. Lass hands off and immediately brought down behind the line of scrimmage, Josh Rice. And a fantastic play by Isaac Abel. Loss of yards, loss of two of them. And it'll be second down. Now they can get at a, to about the four and get a first down and goal. So second down and about 12 after the very impressive play by Abel. Hargrove's going to make it an I formation. Fake it to Rice, slash right, looking to pass, throws, end zone, got his man, touchdown, Lee Davis, Confederates, and that looks like Ned Anthony, who had a huge night at Hanover two weeks ago, and this time he connects to Anthony on a 16-yard touchdown pass. So it's 19-7. to 
and Hudnall coming in for the point after attempt. Ned Anthony, who had a touchdown pass and a pick six in the 30-point win over Hanover two weeks ago here on the game of the week, gets a touchdown here. Hudnall for the point after. Kick is up, and it is good. 20 to 7 now our score. Lee Davis answers the Atlee score with one of their own. Time remaining here in half number one is 822. Back after this 30, a 30 second timeout here on Stubble 27 on the game of the week. 20 to 7 Lee Davis back in 60 on 1029 the Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm Here comes the ensuing bass, kickoff. No It'll be taken by one of the up men at the 20-yard line. Breaking a couple of tackles, getting a good return near the 40-yard line. So Atlee will have its best field position of the night to start this latest drive. But they're still down, uh, back to 13 points with Lee Davis cashing in there on a nice drive, ending on the 16-yard touchdown pass, Zach Lass to Ned Anthony. Rage Cage coming up, trying to keep the Atlee Spirits up in a game that they really need to win for legitimate postseason hopes in the rugged 5B region. First down, quick pass from Warren is complete. Johnson gets it. He'll be tackled by Rice at the 44, and that'll be a four-yard gain. And it'll be second down. Warren started the night 0 for 4. He's now 2 for 2 in his last two passes. This one for 4, the last one, the 63-yard pitch and catch to a wide-open Cameron Foreman. Second down and six from the 44. Warren from the pistol, quick pass, complete, first down into Lee Davis territory to the 48. That is Raymond Lucky on the pass completion, number eight. First down, Seven yards and a first down. The 47-yard line. Warren gets him blind up at the Lee Davis 47 on first down. Bratton, the tailback, fake it to him. Quick pass again to Lucky. He'll grab it, take McCauley for a ride. Oh, McCauley's going to spear him onto the ground, and that's a personal foul. Once they've blown that whistle, you cannot do anything. And anytime, in play or not, you cannot pick up a, a receiver, a player, and slam him to the ground. That is an automatic 15-yard penalty. So that should be unsportsmanlike conduct against Lee Davis. Yeah, they got they got rid of that as part of the emphasis on obviously health issues and concussion issues a couple of years back. 
So we'll add 15 to the completion to Lucky, which was good for about seven. So mark off 15 more. And it'll be first down for Atley, deep in Lee Davis territory. Football at the 26. And they will not let you do that. And a big mistake by McCauley after the catch by Lucky. From the 26 of Lee Davis, first down, Warren. Another quick pass, far side, complete, and maybe a yard, and that's all. It's a great individual effort by Henderson. Looks like Johnson got that one. And again, only a yard, second and nine. So lucky getting in on it. Johnson with a couple of catches in this drive. Atley trying to take advantage of the personal foul penalty. Second and nine from the Lee Davis 25. 624 and clock running in the half. Warren going to keep it himself up the middle. He's got the first down. He races toward the end zone, breaks the final tackle, and he's in. Touchdown at Lee Raiders. Tyler Warren says, clear the deck. I'll take care of it myself. 26 yards, touchdown. And Warren's going to stay in and hold for the point after attempt. And Marcos, the left footer. Good snap. Kick is up. High into the night. And it's good. 6.15 to intermission. It's 20 to 14. Six minutes to go in the half. And Lee Davis has got to answer again. 6.15 left here before intermission. It's 20 to 14. The Raiders keeping pace with number 10, Lee Davis, back after this 30, 30 second timeout. It's Stew Bowl 27 on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355 1721. That's 355-1721. Massey, Wood and West. So the Raiders will kick it off after the Tyler Warren 26-yard touchdown run. Videos of all the touchdowns so far tonight available on Twitter at Hanover Sports and at Cameron 9408. We thank Cameron Taylor, one of our 2017-2018 RBA Sports Network interns. He and Noah Matthews both live on the field getting action for you tonight on Twitter at Hanover Sports. Marcos is going to ask somebody to hold on to the football. There's a bit of a breeze out, too. We're going to get a delay of game penalty called on Atley, and Marcos is kind of looking at the ref like, really? I'm trying to get the ball in a position where we can kick it off. But it'll be five. 
and back to the 35-yard line. Coming up, fans at the half, we'll keep you posted on all the scores across the central region. Huge Saturday in Ashland tomorrow with Randolph-Macon welcoming in the preseason favorites to win the ODAC, Emory and Henry. We'll have a preview of that still to come. And much more, the halftime report coming up here on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and live on the RBA Sports Network. FYI, number four, Monikin has scored again to up their lead on Cosby. And now from the 35, a squib kip taken by one of the up men. That's Walzak with it across the 40 to the 45. And then finally, a pile gets him at the 46, and we get a penalty marker coming in at the end of the play with 6.07 to go here in the first half. And the preliminary signal will go against Lee Davis. So Lee Davis will get backed up on a penalty. And we'll see where they put the football. It's going to be at their own 33-yard line. So an entertaining first half here on the game of the week. Atley gets behind two scores and then tries to now keep pace with two nice drives and two touchdowns. Late first, early second. First and 10, last under center, hands it to Rice, right side. Got some good running room, and he'll be close to first down yardage near the 43-yard line. It's either going to be a first and 10 or a second and inches. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have 20 to 14 is the lead. For Lee Davis here on homecoming night at Atlee. So we'll have a little extended edition of our halftime report. It's going to be nine yards. Maybe 10. Looks like they're going to measure it on the far side. They won't have to walk far to do that. They'll stretch out the chain, and it looks like he is just short of the first down. So it'll be nine and a half on first down for Rice. Second down and about a half yard. First update tonight from Tucker and Freeman, a huge game in Region 5B. Douglas Freeman, seven. J.R. Tucker, nothing. And time remaining there, just a little over one minute to the half. John Marshall has scored again, but they're in a track meet with Glenn Allen. It's 28-12. And close to halftime, Midlothian gets on the board. Midlothian fighting with Patrick Henry and Huguenot and Cortland and Hanover for playoff position in Region 4B. And Mack Witten with a one-yard touchdown run makes it 14-7 over Clover Hill, close to halftime. And, of course, Clover Hill fighting Franklin County and Cosby to bit in the playoffs in Region 6B, where there are only eight teams, but there's only going to be seven in the postseason. If you're the eight, you're out. Second down one. So second down, less than a yard after the Rice nine-and-a-half-yard run and the measurement. Last under center. Handoff, Rice, right side, first down, 45, and out of bounds at the 47. And that'll be enough for Lee Davis' first down. 14 carries for Josh so far tonight, an unofficially 124 
yards. They'll restart the clock after they get the first down. No, they won't. That's right, because Rice went out of bounds. So they'll keep it at 525 to go to intermission. A busy Friday night of high school football action. Glad you're with us here on the game of the week. Confederates first down to the 47. They'll bring McCauley in motion. No jet sweep that time. Handoff up the middle. And close to the 49-yard line. Only a yard. That was Rice. And little doing there as they tried to get the, get the fake. Maybe thinking McCauley's going. You can open something up the middle. And Will Belvin said absolutely not. Second down and nine. Region 4B update, Louisa in a battle of unbeatens with Monticello. They're up 14-7 first quarter. Looking to stay pace with Dinwiddie, Eastern View, and Monikin. Last going to keep it himself on the read option. Get into Atlee territory to the 48-yard line. Four yards for Zach on his sixth carry of the night. He's got 21 yards and a touchdown. So that's going to be now third down, about four. With the ball staying right at the uh, 47 and a half yard line. They got to get just inside the 44, about the 43 and a half. Hargrove left to right, Anthony in the I formation now. And the referees ask for time. Atley wants to call timeout and talk about it. We'll take a 30 along with them. 30-second timeout, Lee Davis 20, Atley 14. We roll on here in the second quarter of Stubel 27. Take a 30, a 30-second timeout, live on the game of the week on 1029, the Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals, up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy. At Sheehy, Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. We come out of Gatley defensive time about with four minutes and one second till the break. Homecoming here for Raider Nation. And the Raiders in big need of a win tonight to keep their playoff hopes alive. Third down and four for Lee Davis at the Atley 47. Handoff Rice right side, looking to turn the corner, and he will get enough for Ali Davis first down. Needed four, got six to the 41-yard line. So they'll move the chain, restart the clock, 355 and counting till intermission. Lee Davis only has one timeout left. Atley has two now after taking the defensive timeout a moment ago. High formation, last under center, first and 10 from the Atley 41. The up man, Anthony, gets it, breaks it open to the 30, to the 20, and a shoestring tackle, save the touchdown. Cameron Foreman is able to get that right 
Cleet down at the 18-yard line. 23 yards for Ned Anthony. And it cannot be understated just how important the presence of Ned Anthony has been for this Lee Davis offense all season long. His ability to block, to run that inside trap play, to receive. Big touchdown catch against Hanover. One here in this first half tonight. Great contributor for Lee Davis. First and 10. In the red zone at the 18. Last, back to pass. Looking, looking. Flushed out of the pocket. And he will throw it away. Incomplete. Looked like Hayden Moore was on the way. And it'll be second down. Fantastic work there by Ned Anthony. Cannot understate his uh, importance to this offense this year. So from the 18-yard line, they'll try it again on second down and 10. Lee Davis, 20. Atley, 14. McCauley, near side. Lass in the pistol, three minutes to go. Handoff Rice, Looks up the middle, finds a brief hole, and then repelled. And it's about a gain of two or three, and that is all. And it'll be a big third and long now coming up. We'll give him two, third and eight. Glenn Allen on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard scores again. Four TDs running. First half for Devin Flowers, and it's 35-12. Jaguars lead John Marshall. Late second quarter. Here we go. Big third down here. Last in the pistol. Quick pass. Lost the football. It slipped out of his hands, and he has to fall on it all the way back at the 25-yard line. That's a fumble before the ball, or his arm, I should say, moved forward. Last lost the football. And he will lose big yardage. Back to the 25. It's going to be fourth down. Let's see. They've got to get to about the eight-yard line. So we're looking at fourth and 17. Fourth and 18. And you're in no man's land. 42 yards, a little long for Hudnall. And so last will come out with two receivers near side and one to the far. They got to get to the eight. Fourth down. Last puts it up and underthrows everybody. Had three receivers in the general vicinity and somebody didn't run their route right. And so the Raiders will take over on downs. First down. So the fumble by Lass kills the Lee Davis drive. And Atley takes over on downs at their 25. Down by six. We've got 115 to the half. Warren, first down to pass, quick completion. Johnson's got it. He gets around the corner and knocked out of bounds. First down at the 42-yard line. John Johnson for 17 yards. 
and the Raiders are not done yet. First and 10 at the 42 and a half. Warren has them ready. They'll bring Johnson in motion on first down. Warren's going to keep it himself, looking for room, and not going to find any. He'll go out of bounds. Looks like he will get maybe back to the original line of scrimmage. But he stops the clock. Atlee still has two timeouts. 104 to the break and two timeouts. Number one, Hermitage, 13, Mills, Godwin, nothing. They are at the half at Chester Fritz. Thank you to Will Catterley for the update on Twitter on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. Warren out of the shotgun now on second down. Mills trying to get to him, and he will. And then he loses him. Warren, with a strength, gets it out and throws it incomplete with two receivers near. How in the world did Ty Mills lose Tyler Warren? He had him wrapped up. Got away from his blocker, had the play. Wow, that's the strength of Tyler Warren. Unbelievable. They've got to the half in Ashland. Patrick Henry, 14, Hanover, nothing. Three-game losing streak in Hanover, desperate for offense right now. Third down and 10. Warren, here comes Mills again. He'll throw it long, looking for Foreman, underthrows it, and a nice job just to bat it away from the intended receiver, Josh Rice, back there in coverage. And it'll be fourth down. It'll be 49 seconds to go, and they're going to have to punt it away, and Lee Davis is going to get one last shot at this before the break. Powhatan up on Fluvanna early second quarter. 14-0 the score there in Region 4B. Thanks to our buddy Billy Fellin for that update. Would they even consider a fake on a fourth and 10 in their own territory? I doubt it seriously. Warren kicks it away, and that's a beautiful kick into the very dense night. McCauley at the 15, and that's a fair catch back at the 15-yard line. That was a great punt. 43-yard kick, no return. And Lee Davis, 85 yards away from a touchdown in the final minute of the first half. Manchester has scored two consecutive touchdowns. Second quarter continues in Chester, 13-7. Number five, Manchester leads number seven, L.C. Bird. That's the NBC 12 game of the week. Matt Estrich live from Bird tonight on the sidelines at 11:15. First down, handoff to Jameer Johnson, right side. He gets hit hard after a short game. I mean, he got hammered. Looked like Abel was in there on that stop. And Jameer Johnson will pay for those two yards. I think Lee Davis right now will probably be very happy 
On a night like tonight where you could lose the football on a snap, just ask Zach Lass, they're going to be happy to let the clock expire and go to the half up six. Half time is here at Atlee High School. Your score, number 10, Lee Davis, 20, and Atlee, 14. Stew Bowl number 27, first half's been a good one. And it'll be a six-point lead only for Lee Davis as they head to intermission. We'll take a two-minute, a two-minute timeout, and when we come back on the halftime report, we'll get you caught up on all the scores from across the area. We'll preview on the sidelines tonight at 11.15, on the sidelines extra tonight at 11.33 on Facebook Live, and we'll preview the big one tomorrow in Ashland. Randolph making Emory and Henry. Big ODAC game tomorrow. We'll be there live. More on it coming up as the halftime report begins after this two-minute timeout. You're listening to Stu Bowl 27 on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. Crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland. You're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night, and students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. Massingwood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923 offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Fans, time for the halftime report here live on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater, 14:30 a.m. Good well, welcome and good evening to our fans listening online on the RBA Sports Network at both rbasportsnetwork.com, HanoverCountySports.net, and for those of you enjoying tonight on the TuneIn Radio app, listening in on Radial, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. That's R-A-D-I-A-L-L. 20 to 14 is our score. Number 10, Lee Davis, out quickly to a 13 to nothing lead, and then Atlee gets their footing, pun partially intended. It's a slick night. It's a mist, a kind of a drizzle that's falling. It's affected play. 
We've seen lost footing. We've seen lost footballs. We saw a bad snap that last couldn't handle uh, that put Lee Davis in a position where they could have been up two scores at intermission, but it took them out of range. It was a long fourth down, and uh, Lass's pass fell incomplete, well short of any of his receivers. And uh, that made it 20-14. to 14. Adley had a shot late in the half to try to drive down the field. They got near midfield and stalled. Tyler Warren with a great punt to pin Lee Davis back to their own 15. They tried one running play, only gained two yards, and then the Confederates said, let's go to the locker room, talk it over with the 20 to 14 lead so here we are live on the game of the week as we get set to go through the scores and keep you posted on what's going on across the area as of course it's homecoming here at atley high school so the marching band will perform and then of course the homecoming court will be introduced here momentarily all right let's check it the scoreboard Brought to you by Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. You know, you need auto insurance, you need a better rate, you need quality service, very simple. Start with a free auto quote right now. Auto insurance quote available absolutely free at vfbinsurance.com. That's vfbinsurance.com. And again, if you're like, oh, I don't know about that, Rob, I'd like to go talk to an agent. Hey, no problem. Farm Bureau has offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville here in Hanover County and all across the Richmond area. Location Finder is also available at vfbinsurance.com. That is vfbinsurance.com. Number one hermitage at home tonight against Mills Godwin, a team desperately trying to get a win in Region 5B to stay in the postseason race, as are teams like Prince George, Douglas Freeman, and here the Atlee Raiders. It is 13 to nothing hermitage. Uh, some people thought that might have been a big blowout. Godwin keeping them, keeping them within range, but they got to get some offense going. Halftime now at Chester Fritz. Number one Hermitage leads 13 to nothing. Hermitage looking to go to 8-0 on the season. They're the top seed coming in this week in Region 5B. A uh, little bit ahead of number two Highland Springs, who they are idle this week. Highland Springs, of course, is number three in our latest NBC 12 RBA Sports Network Big 12 High School football poll. Between them, at number two in our poll, the Dinwiddie Generals. They're having some problems holding on to the football tonight, and Meadowbrook is down only four at the break, down in Chesterfield. Generals on the road. Could this be a trap game for Dinwiddie? Looking to go 7-0. They only lead 10-6 as they get set to start. Second half action. We mentioned number three, Highland Springs Idol this week. They host these Atlee Raiders on our game of the week. One week from tonight, we'll be live at Crider Stadium for Atlee and number three, Highland Springs, number four, Cos uh, number four, Monikin, excuse me, at Cosby. And after that overtime scare in the Henderson Bowl last week with James River, Monikin is pouring it on. After one period tonight, Monikin 27 and Cosby nothing. Cosby desperately needing a win to try to catch up to either Franklin County or Clover Hill for the seventh and final playoff spot in Region 6B. We mentioned earlier tonight in 6B there are only eight teams and the region opted to take seven in the postseason. The one seed, which is right now unbeaten Colonial Forge, if they hold on and win the region uh, in terms of power points from the VHSL, they'll get a bye in the first round of the playoffs. Two will play seven, three will play six, and four will play five, and the eight seed goes home. Right now it's Cosby in the eight seed, and they're down big tonight at home. After one, Monacan 27 and Cosby, nothing. Speaking of Region 4B, we talked a moment ago about 
four unbeaten teams in that region entering tonight's play. Dinwiddie at one, and they're up only four at the half. Monaghan at two, and they lead by 27 after one. In third is Eastern View. They lead Caroline big. And that game, I believe, has hit the break. And number four was Louisa. Louisa coming into tonight's game with Monticello, a battle of two 6-0 teams. And Louisa with a huge lead already, 28-7 in the second quarter. Very emotional night at Louisa. Tonight they dedicated and named the football field after current head coach Mark Fisher, who will be retiring at the end of the year. Uh, you know he has had now two great runs as head coach in Louisa and also has been battling cancer for several years. He's beaten it. It has come back. And he announced at the start of the season that he would retire after this year. And, of course, the Lions are doing everything possible to make this season as special as possible. And so far, so good tonight in trying to go to 7-0, and leading fellow 6-0 and Monticello 28-7 in the second quarter. Back to our poll. Number five, Manchester leads number seven, L.C. Bird at halftime. 13-7 is the score there. Bird scored early second quarter. The Lancers come back with two TDs of their own. And so Manchester leads at 13-7, trying to win over Berta for the second year in a row. And very few people in the decade or even in the 21st century can say they've beaten L.C. Bird back-to-back in the regular season. That's the NBC 12 game of the week. Matt Estridge is live at L.C. Bird High School. And, of course, he'll have game day highlights and game highlights coming up tonight, 11-15 on the sidelines on NBC 12. Number eight, Hopewell leads at the half 20 to nothing over Prince George, looking for their sixth win in a row. Again, number eight with the lead there. Haven't had an update from number six, Thomas Dale in Petersburg yet. When we do, we will let you know what's going on there. Outside of our poll, big region 5B game, J.R. Tucker, Douglas Freeman. Freeman coming in tonight almost in desperation mode after that stunning loss, the comeback at deep run by the Wildcats last week. 29-28, the final score. Deep run right now, tied for Tucker for the seventh position or the last two positions in the playoffs in Region 5B. Douglas Freeman at three and four and staring at Hermitage next week on the road. Needs a win at home badly, and they'll start the second half up seven. It is Freeman seven, Tucker nothing. And they are getting ready to start half number two. Matoica hanging by a thread in Region 5B. They lead at Colonial Heights 20 to nothing at the half. Colonial Heights started 3-0. They've lost three straight, and they're trying not to lose their fourth in a row, trying to stay alive in Region 3A. Across the way here in Hanover County, it's a Hunter Hart touchdown run and a Terrence Oxendine 80-yard touchdown run, and it is a 14-0 Patrick Henry leads Hanover at the break. Hanover has had, uh, this has been one of the, the worst seasons for them in terms of offensive production in their 15-year history. And that even goes back to their early expansion years when they finished 1-9 you know, and nine or 0-10, 2-8 before they got things going in late 2006 and got their first playoff bid that season at 5-5. Five and five. They've scored 59 points in six games. That's less than 10 points per game. And they went... 10 quarters without an offensive touchdown in September uh, before they got that one touchdown in the third quarter of our game of the week two weeks ago. Last week, they actually scored first on Highland Springs and then watched Highland Springs score the final 40 of the night for a 40-8 to eight victory then. And now tonight, nothing on the board at halftime at Ashland. Patriots trying to uh, end a three-game losing streak of their own and get to four and three and keep themselves in position for the playoffs in Region 4B. 
They go to four and three with the win with Huguenot uh, Idol this week. They're at three and four, and Midlothian at three and three right behind them. Midlothian leading Clover Hill at the half, 17-7 is the score. And so Patrick Henry trying to get to four and three and halfway home on homecoming night in Ashland. Patriots 14, Hawks nothing, the score there. All right, we'll take another two-minute timeout, two-minute break, and when we come back, we're going to preview tomorrow's huge ODAC showdown at Ashland between Randolph-Macon and Emory and Henry. That's coming up after this two-minute timeout as the halftime report rolls on here on the Game of the Week live on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals, up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. Door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night and students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. It's 20, Atley 14, intermission here on the game of the week. It's two bowl 27 and homecoming tonight for the Atley Raiders. Thanks so much for being with us here on the game of the week. You're listening to WHAN Ashland and W275BQ Ashland, 1029 The Mater, 1430 AM. And a welcome to our fans listening tonight across the RBA Sports Network online at rbasportsnetwork.com, HanoverCountySports.net. And tonight on the TuneIn radio app, enjoying the game on Radial, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. That's R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Well, we mentioned a couple of times here in the broadcast, big day tomorrow at Dayfield. Can't underscore how big this ODAC game is going to be tomorrow, live here on 1029 The Mater and 1430 AM. Randolph-Macon is the defending ODAC football champions. Emory and Henry won the preseason poll to win it all in 2017. But the Wasps have struggled this year to a 2-3 and three start halfway through the regular season 
and they are tied for third in the conference with Randolph-Macon, both at one and one, and they are a game behind co-leaders Shenandoah and Hamden-Sydney. Now, you'll recall, uh, ODAC played this year, you only have six conference games, and the reason why is because Catholic University left the ODAC, went to a new conference up north, and is no longer in the ODAC, and so for one season, there are only seven teams in the conference. Ferrum will join the ODAC for the 2018 season. So it means you only have six conference games. And if you lose a second conference game this early in the season, the road to a championship becomes very difficult. And that's why it is so important tomorrow that the Yellow Jackets have a good performance against the Wasps, who were the only ODAC team to beat Randolph-Macon in the regular season a year ago. So there's a revenge factor and a factor of staying alive in the conference race. And the kickoff will be at 1 o'clock at Dayfield tomorrow. We'll have it live for you here on 1029 The Mater and 14.30 a.m. at 12.45. Robert Fish, Marty Wilson with the call. Randolph-Macon, Emory & Henry live tomorrow and exclusively on 1029 The Mater and 14.30 a.m. Should be a great one. We'll be there as well, covering it for the Hanover Herald Progress. And, of course, live updates on Twitter at Hanover Sports. That's at Hanover Sports, part of the RVA Sports Network. So a big football action tomorrow in Ashland. And we'll be there for that. And our game of the week schedule now for the rest of the regular season has been officially set as of this week. Here is the rest of the way until the end of the regular season. Next Friday night, we'll be at Vic Crider Stadium on the campus of Highland Springs. These Atlee Raiders are going to be hoping to come in at 3-4. and four. We'll be taking on number three, Highland Springs, who at 6-1 and one have a bye this week. And they are resting up for the home stretch of their regular season, which includes Atlee next week, a trip to Patrick Henry in two weeks, and their traditional final game against Verida, which this year is at Highland Springs. So it's Atlee at number three, Highland Springs. Next Friday night, we'll start at 6.30 with the On the Sidelines pregame show powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland. I and NBC 12 Sports Director Mark Davis will get you ready for all the week nine coverage and action and the kickoff at seven o'clock. That's next Friday night, game of the week, Atlee at number three, Highland Springs. And then two weeks from tonight, we'll be live at Henrico High School for a big 12-bolt pole battle, it'll be these 10th-ranked Lee Davis Confederates going to number 12, Henrico, who right now is in a dogfight with Verina, the number nine team in our poll. And that game is two weeks from tonight here on the game of the week. And then we can officially announce tonight that our final regular season game of the week, November 3rd, will be Tomato Bowl 59. It will be Patrick Henry coming to Mechanicsville to take on Lee Davis in the final night of the regular season. And that night will be huge, several reasons. Number one, it will be the 16th consecutive year that we have brought you the Tomato Bowl live here on WHAN Radio. We've had it every year since 2002. On top of that, Lee Davis will be playing for postseason position, and if they slip up a couple of times, they'll be playing to make sure they're in the playoffs in Region 5B. And meanwhile, Patrick Henry trying to get a win tonight at home over Hanover to go to four and three will be looking likely to clinch and solidify their postseason in their own region. And plus, Patrick Henry wants to get payback because Lee Davis came into PH last year and got the 14-7 win and took the Tomato Bowl trophy back to Mechanicsville. The Patriots want to get it back to Ashland 
for first-year head coach Keith Braxton, who knows what it's like to win a tomato bowl back in his playing days in the early 90s under the legendary Ray Long. So three weeks from tonight, we will be live for Tomato Bowl 59, Patrick Henry Lee Davis, the game of the week, November 3rd. And that night, we will have expanded coverage on the Massey Winter West Scoreboard Show, uh, giving you all the playoff numbers, tell you who's in, who's out, who we project to play each other in the first round in all the regions across the area. And so big night here every year on the game of the week we look forward to bringing that to you three weeks from tonight on november 3rd so to review real quick game of the week next week at lee at number three highland springs game of the week october 27th is number 10 lee davis at number 12 henrico and three weeks from tonight it's tomato bowl 59 our 16th consecutive year of bringing you patrick henry lee davis the oldest rivalry in hanover county and one of the oldest now left in the central region that that's our schedule, and of course, Game of the Week broadcast schedule always available on the right-hand side of the page of both rbasportsnetwork.com and hanovercountysports.net. We'll take a break as homecoming festivities continue here on the, home, uh, on the homecoming halftime edition of the Game of the Week. Let's give you a two-minute timeout. We'll come back, get back to the scoreboard for a few minutes, and then we'll get set for the second half with Lee Davis leading at Lee 20-14. Back in two minutes here on the Game of the Week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. Ashland West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic says fall head over deals up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com champions the preseason favorites to win this year they collide this saturday don't miss the exciting odak action as emory and henry comes to day field to take on the yellow jackets our live exclusive coverage of randolph macon football begins saturday at 12 45 with robert fish and marty wilson on the call can the yellow jackets stay alive in the odak race find out when they battle the wasps saturday at 12 45 only on 1029 the mater court being introduced here at Atley High School homecoming festivities continue while we have an expanded edition of our halftime show tonight on the game of the week Rob with them along with you number 10 Lee Davis with the 20 to 14 lead over the Atley Raiders let's get you caught up on scores that have come in over the last 10 minutes 
Uh, at the half, number five, Manchester 13, number seven, LC Bird 7. They'll start the second half momentarily down in Chester. Number nine, Verina, number 12, Henrico are tied 7-7 at intermission. Our buddy Rose6Ram on Twitter, always faithful to give us Verina updates throughout the year. We appreciate them very, very much. And uh, thanks, Coach, for that. 7-7, seven seven, Verina and Henrico at intermission. Midlothian with the 17-7 lead start of the second half against Clover Hill. Third quarter underway at Hermitage. Number one, Hermitage 13, Mills Godwin nothing. Dinwiddie has scored early in the second half at Meadowbrook to up their lead to 17-6, trying to stay undefeated. And right behind them, trying to stay unbeaten, the likes of Monikin, who score another touchdown, 35-0. Check that 35-7 lead for Monikin. That's number four in our poll and ranks second in Region 4B. Eastern View up big on Caroline. And Louisa, really, uh, wow, what a first half for them. It is 35-7 in a game where two 6-0 teams are playing each other, but Louisa's having their way with Monticello. 35-7 uh, late in the first half. Midlothian just scored on the opening possession of the third quarter, and they up their lead on Clover Hill to 24-7. So Trojans 24-7 over the Cavaliers. Cavs may fall to 2-6. They'll be scoreboard watching and see how Franklin County does tonight down west near Roanoke as, of course, they were tied for 6th and 7th, the last two playoff seeds in Region 6B coming into tonight's action. Uh, Glenn Allen and uh, John Marshall into the second half now, and the Jaguars have scored again to up their lead to 42-12. to And so Glenn Allen well on their way to their second win of the season and hanging on in, in Region 5B. Don't forget, tonight on the sidelines at 11.15 on Richmond's number one choice for news, NBC 12. Mark Davis live in the studio. Matt Estridge live at LC Bird with coverage of, of course, their game of the week, Manchester and LC Bird. And on top of that, all the highlights from all, all the action tonight, including here at the Stew Bowl. That's at 11.15 only on NBC 12. And then as soon as on the sidelines is over, I'll hop into the studio with Mark and we'll bring you on the sidelines extra exclusively on the NBC 12 Facebook page. We go Facebook Live at 11.33, and that way we can get more in-depth with the highlights and coverage into the scores, into what happened tonight, look at the playoff races, and most importantly, you come join us and you fire your questions away, and we'll do our best to answer them for you, fans. We had great response the first two weeks on this edition of uh, On the Sidelines Extra. We have such a fun time uh, doing that. Mark, myself, Matt Estridge got in on the action last week when he got back from Monacan. Hopefully, we'll have him with us later in the show tonight as well. So join us, facebook.com slash NBC12news. That's facebook.com slash NBC12news on the sidelines extra on Facebook Live. It begins immediately after on the sidelines wraps up on NBC12. Well, I, re I read a promo and Dinwiddie scores again. It is now 24 to 6. Dinwiddie with two quick touchdowns, third quarter to kind of spread the lead now at Meadowbrook. And so Generals getting a couple of quick third quarter scores. Navy Nation feeling a little bit better right now with the lead at 24-6 as the Generals look to go to 7-0. They've got Petersburg, Colonial Heights left on their schedule, but the big one for them is a trip to Murner Field to take on number eight Hopewell. Two weeks from tonight, Hopewell at the half leading Prince George on the road 20-0 as the Blue Devils look for their sixth consecutive win. 
Update, touchdown, number four, Monacan, and they are now officially rolling 41 to nothing just before halftime at Cosby. Monacan looks like they'll stay unbeaten, go to 7-0. Dinwoody upping their lead. They're trying to go to 7-0. Eastern View up big on Caroline, trying to go to 8-0. And uh, Louisa up really big on Monticello's second quarter action, up 28 points. And we could have four unbeaten teams still in Region 4B coming out of tonight with just three games left in the season. One team with two games to play, the other with three, the other three teams. And right below them, the Patrick Henry Patriots, who are trying to make sure they make the postseason, but it's becoming more and more likely that they will have to play a first-round game on the road against one of those four teams. As start of the second half now, it is Patrick Henry 14. Hanover, nothing. Here, the teams are back out onto the field. We're ready for second-half action with Lee Davis up 20-14. to 14. We'll see these two teams again here on the game of the week. Next week, Atlee goes to number three, Highland Springs. We'll be there for that one. Two weeks from tonight, Lee Davis goes to Henrico, and we'll be there for that. A huge three-week stretch in Region 5B. Hermitage is ranked first in the VHSL standings. Highland Springs second, LC Bird third. And then it's Lee Davis four, Verona five, Henrico six, and they're within a point or so of each other. Verona Henrico battling right now, tied at seven at the half. Verona goes to Lee Davis next week. Lee Davis goes to Henrico in two weeks. And so by the end of the night on the game of the week, October 27th, we're going to have a pretty good idea of who will make the playoffs, who might have a home game in round one, and who may have to go on the road. So the second half about to get started here at the Stew Bowl. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it will be Atley kicking off to Lee Davis. Final instructions from Coach Matt Gray and the special teams. Kamara McCauley going back deep along with Jameer Johnson. And we are set for second half action from Stubol. 27. Lee Davis, 20. Atlee, 14. Josh Rice unofficially, 17 carries and 133 yards in the first half. Touchdowns on a one-yard run by Lass, a 53-yard pass to Jalen Hargrove to make it 13 to nothing, and then a, a broken-down secondary, put Cameron Foreman wide open. Tyler Warren hit him for a 63-yard score to put Atlee on the board. Lass hooks up with Ned Anthony from 16 yards to make it 20-7 to in the second quarter, and then Tyler Warren answers ending a drive that included a personal foul with a 26-yard run right up the gut for six, and that's where we stand. Lee Davis 20, Atlee 14, and it will be Lee Davis football to start the second half. Final look at the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard before we get the kickoff. It's halftime now at Cosby, number four, Monaghan, rolling 41 to nothing. All right, fans, thanks for being with us on the halftime report. Don't forget the Massey Wood and West scoreboard show begins immediately after our game of the week concludes. Here's the kick. It's a knuckleballer, and it'll go, looks like, to Johnson at about the 21. Check that is McCauley on the carry to the 25, cuts up the middle. He is just bullying his way across the 30, takes a host of Raiders down to the 35-yard line. He should have been tackled 10 yards earlier. But McCauley just continues to will his way down the field. 
carries it out to about and it's the 35 where Lee Davis will start off second half action Louisa has scored again 42 to 7 on Monticello and they've still got seven plus minutes to go to the half that would be on a very emotional night in Louisa County Last and company out for the first time here in the second half. Nursing a six-point lead. He'll go under center with an offset eye formation. Rice the tailback here on first and 10 from the 35. Just underway third quarter. Rice will get it. Looking to go around right side. Ned Anthony out there throwing a block. First down and more. And Rice will get near midfield. First down. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds right at the marker. So 10 yards and a first down for Rice at the 45-yard line. Tackled by number 22, Will Velvet, and number four, Cambridge. So one play, 10 yards. First Lee down, Davis with the first down and already approaching midfield. 20 seconds gone by. Handoff, Rice, good running room, keeps it going, breaks a tackle, up the middle, and all the way down to the 20-yard line, and check that, that's Ned Anthony who got that football. It's Ned Anthony, Ned Anthony again. Ned Anthony, huge running play, late second quarter, the touchdown reception, and now he gets all the way down to the 19, no, 20-yard line, knows the football just across the 20, so we'll call it the 19. And that will be 36 yards. Two carries, 59 yards. First down, up the middle to the 16 yard line. And off to the up back. And that's gained to about the 16. Let's see, was that Anthony on the carry that time as well? And about three and a half yards. And it'll be second down. Second and about six. McCauley, the lone wideout here to the near side. Last under center on second down. We'll call it six. Handoff Rice cuts up the middle and gets wrapped up after just a one-yard gain to the 15. Rice around the right Somebody missed Stop a block into Steinman. And Robbie Adelstein's there to take care of business. Stop and met in the hole by part of the blue wall. Number 52, Mr. Robbie Adelstein. So we'll make it now a third down and about six to go. Third down six. And the Raiders need to stop here. They need to stop, get the ball back down just six. Only two minutes into the third quarter. They'll shift Hargrove to the right. Anthony now with the eye formation. He'll get the up man call. Breaks tackles, first and goal to the five yard line. Ned Anthony again up the middle. Finding running room, 11 on the carry. Ned Anthony with the quick trap up the middle. Enough for a first down. First and goal for first Lee Davis at the five-yard line. First and goal from about the five for the Confederates. They'll take their time, get the play call, and Lass will bring them up. 
Walzak to the right, McCauley to the left, and the I formation. Could Anthony get it? Will Rice get it? From the five, it's Rice. Right side, trying to get around, and he will get it into the end zone. Touchdown, Touchdown. Lee Davis, Confederates. Josh Rice, his first score of the night on a five-yard run, a 65-yard drive. And it ups the lead to 26-14. Hudnall coming in on the point after try with 9-19 left to go here in the third quarter. Hudnall ready, last to hold. Snap a bit high. Lass is going to go up and try to throw it. Gets away from a man. Now he's going to try to run for the two points, and he'll make it with no problem on the near side. Two point try is good and it's 28 14 lee davis with 9 19 to go here in the third back after the 60 62nd timeout you're listening to stew bowl 27 on the game of the week on 1029 the mater and the rba sports network when you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night and students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. on the ensuing kickoff gets a good return out to about the 43-yard line and that is where it will be first down and 10 for Atlee but finding themselves down again by two scores this time 14 points biggest deficit of the night at 28-14 Warren will bring a man in motion that's Johnson he'll pitch it to him on a forward pass kind of like Eric Hoy at Randolph-Macon Gets around the 45 to the 46-yard line. That'll be about three, four yards. So we'll call it a four-yard completion. That'll go down as a pass, and it'll be second down. Warren just over 100 yards on the night. We see that play all the time from Pedro Aruza and the Yellow Jackets using the H-back Eric Hoy and tons of different formations and ways for the Yellow Jackets. Second down. We'll see that again tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Johnson in motion again. Warren, high snap. It's over his head. He's got to go get it. Ball's loose. Lee Davis has got the football. Lee Davis on the fumble recovery on the bad snap. Turnover to the Confederates. A bad snap over the head of Tyler Warren. And Lee Davis recovers 
at the at the 32 yard line. The 32 yard line. And now a chance for the Confederates to break it open. 8.21 to go here in the third, and we talked at the start of tonight's game about who could get a short field, who could get uh, 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 an opportunity to start in someone else's territory. Would the pigskin be a bit slick? And we, we also think, can hey, you know, bad snaps could be a problem too, trying to hold on to that football. We've seen a pair, one for each team. Last, rolling right, looking down the field, looking, looking, fires, incomplete, and then caught. And that was caught. It was intended for Jalen Hargrove. It got knocked away by Cameron Foreman, and it landed in the hands of a Lee Davis Confederate. And I, I'm trying to figure out who 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 caught the football. It looks like Ned Anthony did. Ned Anthony to the five-yard line. It's Ned Anthony again. Are you kidding me? A 27-yard pinball pass. And it's first and goal. Here's Lass. Gives it to the up man. And not a lot there. Interior line in the middle. Staying home for Atley. No gain. And it'll no be second down. Led by number six of the Blue Wall, Isaac Abel. Second down. Second down and goal. And it'll be at the five-yard line again. So Anthony tonight, two catches, 43 yards, a touchdown, four carries, 71 yards. And Lee Davis is threatening to get the three-score lead for the first time tonight. Last under center. Handoff, Jameer Johnson, trying to find room right side, trying to find that pylon, dives for it, and... He's, is he in? Can't tell. Haven't seen an official signal yet. He's down, short of the goal line. It'll be third and goal from the one. Could not reach out quite enough for the pylon. Way down the field from where our location is. And it will be now third down. Third and goal. Third and goal at the one. Time for a stop. Let's go, Rage Cage. See, first time this happened tonight. Last called his own number. Bulled in from a yard out. We'll see if he does it again. Jameer Johnson, the tailback. Last will get under center. McCauley to the left. Walzak to the right. Third goal from the one. Last on a keeper. Gets hit. And I'm not sure he got in. Last that was some good keeper. penetration by the interior line of Atley. And he will not break the plane. No gain. And it will be fourth and goal. Fourth down and goal. Off the turnover, they've got to the one. Looks Inside like the one. Adelstein lead the charge on that one. Are they going to go for it? Or send Hudnall in for the three? Field goal would make it a three-possession game, but that's not what's going to happen. They're going for it. They're quickly lining up. Fourth and goal. Last under center. Handoff. Rice. Dive into the end zone. Touchdown. Lee Davis Confederates. 
It's the second touchdown run of the half for Rice, and it's the smallest one you can have. A one-yard run, but that was more like a half-yard. And we had to wait a while for an official to come in. We see arms up all over the place, and that's usually the players. We need the guys in the striped shirts to tell us. And we got the signal. Touchdown on the Josh Rice half-yard run. Hudnall point after attempt is good. So Lee Davis ups the lead to 35-14 with 5.23 to go in the third. Back after this 60, 60-second timeout on the game of the week. Live on 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic. Says fall head over deals. Up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty military reserve retired military dependent families and now law enforcement it's easy at Sheehy Sheehy Ford of Ashland Route 1 just south of Ashland online at Sheehy Ford Ashland Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923 offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas they also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Ensuing kickoffs, a knuckleballer, and one of the up men for Atley finally gets to it and falls on it at about the 32, and the Raiders will have it there, first and 10. But with 5.23 to go in the third quarter, down now 21 at 35-14. They've gone on to the fourth in Ashland. Patrick Henry, 14, Hanover, 6. Eric Rankin got a touchdown run for the Hawks' late third quarter, and it's 14-6 Patriots as they start the fourth. Warren, quick pass, complete. Bratton trying to get running room, and guess who's there to stop him? Ned Anthony, this time on the defensive side of the ball. Back to the 28-yard line. That will be a loss of at least three yards. Swing pass to Brooker. And it'll be second down. By Ned Anthony of the Confederates. So, yep, second and three. Uh, second and 13 after the three-yard loss. Second down. And Warren down to 100 yards receiving. Warren looking to pass, short, not sure if that one-hopped the intended receiver, and it did, incomplete, trying to find Johnson, I believe, and couldn't pick it up off the ground, and it'll be we have a flag third down, play. but we'll stop the clock as we have a penalty marker on the field. Haven't had many of those tonight, really. The big one being the personal foul on Lee Davis that helped Atlee score. And we're going to get another personal foul on Lee Davis now. Dead ball. Personal foul against... So Adley's had one penalty tonight for five yards. Lee Davis has had three for 40. Two personal fouls and a penalty on the opening kickoff. But Lee Davis enjoying the 35-14 lead. Adley will get the first down at their 42-yard line. But they got to get they got to get cooking here. They bring a man in motion. Warren high snap. It's able to keep it himself. 
dancing his way up toward midfield. He'll get to the 48-yard line. That's a gain of six for Tyler. And it'll be second down. Take away the 26-yard touchdown run, and Warren's only three carries, nine yards other than that. And you'll recall when Atley got the big win over Armstrong, he rushed for nearly 200 yards himself. Tyler needs to be uh, just an integral part of this offense. The only problem with uh, the fact you're now down 21 in the final minutes of the third quarter, time is of the essence. So second down from the 48, we'll call it a second and about three and a half. Warren under center, handoff up man. It'll be a first down, and Cameron Foreman misses his block. Otherwise, we get a flag down. It would have been more yardage for number nine, William Engel. William Engel on the carry. That'll be enough for an Atlee first down. Now let's check the penalty. Would have been at the 47 of Lee Davis, but let's see who has the infraction. Holding against Atlee. Have a holding penalty against the Raiders. We'll nullify the first down. So no first down. And they'll put the ball back to the 41-yard uh, line after the 10-yard markoff. Second penalty of the night for the Raiders. Update from Ashland coming up on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard in just a moment. First, this play, a second and 11 after the hold from the 41. Warren looking to pass, looking long, down the sideline and overthrowing his intended receiver. And it'll be third down. And it'll be third and 11. Clock stops on the incompletion. Hanover blocks a Patrick Henry punt and scores. Parker Chenault on the first play of the fourth quarter. It is 14-12, Patrick Henry with 11.46 left in regulation. Now, I don't know if Dustin missed an extra point and then they went for two and failed or what happened in that situation. But it is a two-point game. Patrick Henry up 14-12. Third and 11 from the 41. Man in motion for Atley. they got to get a first down here. Waning stages third quarter. Warren, back to pass. Looking over the middle, into coverage, and almost intercepted. Barry had it and dropped it. And Barry would have had lots of running room down the far sideline. But Barry does the job by knocking it down. Incomplete. Fourth down. And Atley will have to kick it away with... 321 to go here in the third. So fourth down and Atlee to punt from their 41-yard line. And now Lee Davis, they could put together a nice time-consuming drive here. They could they could they could shut the door effectively on this game. Low snap, Warren with a great punt. Drives McCauley back, picks it up at the 10. He'll get to the 15 and not much more. Brought down in the open field at about the 17-yard line. And so not good field position for Lee Davis after a fantastic punt by Warren and a great tackle from Tucker Bratton. They will go to the fourth quarter at Glen Allen with the Jags up handily on John Marshall, 49-18. Man, Glen Allen's put up a ton of points in the last few weeks. 
and Dinwiddie has broken it open at Meadowbrook. It's now 38 to 6. Number two, Dinwiddie on the way to the 7 and 0. Here, first and 10, Lee Davis up 21 at their own 17 yard line. Handoff Johnson. Shamir trying to come left side. Gets to the 25, down near the 27. And that'll be about eight yards for Jameer Johnson on first down. Tackled by number eight. So make it second down and two. Isaiah Abel. At the 26-yard line. As we draw closer to 9 p.m. on this misty, overcast, but thankfully cool, mid-October Friday night. Thank goodness the two points not in the 70s anymore. Last out of the pistol on second and two. Delayed handoff and nothing doing there. Second down and two, met by the Blue Oh, Adelstein, Abel, among those helping out on the stop of Josh Rice. They'll lose a yard, and it'll be third down. It will Belvin. I half a tackle in your scorebook. Midlothian's well on their way now to their fourth win of the year. They lead Clover Hill 38-7, the score. And suddenly Clover Hill, shaky in terms of the postseason. Handoff Rice around right side. He'll get the first down and go out of bounds across the 35 to about the 36-yard line. Josh Wright sweeps around the right end. Enough for a first down. That's 11 for Josh and a lead of his first down. So we've got Josh for 159 yards. Cuts the lead 14 to 12 in favor of 159 on the ground tonight for Josh and a pair of touchdowns. First down, Lee Davis. Back to Rice, right side. Carries a Raider to the 43, Rice maybe the 42. Carry. They'll say knee down 42-yard line. About seven. And that will be a gain of six and a second and four coming up on Josh's 24th. Run of the night for now 166 yards. By number eight, Raven Lucky. Atley defense needs a stand. They need it fast. Up the middle. Josh again, this time close to first down yardage at the 46. If he gets it, it'll be a four-yard gain. Gain of about four. I think we're going to get a measurement here, and we'll stop the clock. Late here in this third quarter. They've gone to the fourth on the NBC 12 game of the week. Number seven, LC Bird, 14. Number five, Manchester, 13. It is a Rice first down after the measurement. Four yards, and it's 25 carries, 170 yards now for Josh Rice. First down, Lee Davis at the 46 and a half. On the On the Sidelines Wednesday playbook back on Facebook Live on Wednesday on NBC 12, Mark and I talked about the fact that that game had to be in the teens or 20s for a bird victory. 
If Manchester gets over 30, advantage Lancers, and they haven't done it tonight. The Bird defense coming up big, up one, start of the fourth. The up man gets the carry this time, Ned Anthony. He'll be Ned stopped Anthony near midfield at the 49. The Couple of yards for Ned. Ned. Abel. Abel helping out. And it'll be a gain of two, second and eight. Touchdown, Stephen Richardson and Verina. And they take their first lead tonight at home over Henrico. 14-7 is the score there. Second down and two. Back to Rice. Right side. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. He's into Atley territory to the 46 to wrap up quarter Right. Number three. So we'll go to the fourth game of the week. Done through three. Lee Davis 35, Atlee 14. Back after the 62nd timeout for Stubble 27 on the game of the week. 1029, the Mater and the RBA Sports Network. When you crack the door open at the England Street Tavern in Ashland, you're treated like family. And like many families, not everyone always agrees on things like their favorite race car driver, musical group, or favorite football team. But here's one thing we can agree on. The England Street Tavern is the best live music venue north of the James. The England Street Tavern provides local and regional entertainment Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Whether you love NASCAR, football, basketball, hockey, you name it, these guys have your game or race on one of their 17 huge TVs. You can enjoy daily food specials and choose one of the 12 different varieties of hot wings or dig into one of their eight delicious burgers. Be sure to stop by the England Street Tavern for lunch and shoot pool for free. We can also agree that there is something for everyone at 407 England Street. You can challenge your friends to compete in the cornhole tournament. Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia. And every Thursday is college night and students love taking the stage for karaoke. Check them out on Facebook for live music, sports, and the best burgers and wings. Like them on Facebook. Search England Street Tavern. We start the fourth quarter on WHAN Ashland and W275BQ Ashland. The game of the week on 1029 The Mater, 1430 AM. Fans listening online live tonight on the RBA Sports Network at rbasportsnetwork.com, HanoverCountySports.net, and also listening tonight on the TuneIn Radio app on Radial. Rob with them along with you. It is a 35 to 14 Lee Davis lead. Confederates dominate the third quarter of play, getting two Josh Rice touchdown runs to extend a six point halftime edge to a 21 point early fourth quarter lead. We had an Atlee player down briefly for a cramp. He has been taken care of, and we're ready to go with the fourth quarter now with the ball at the Atlee 46. It'll be a third down and two and a half for Lee Davis to keep this drive alive. Lass is under center on this third down and short. Hand off, Rice, right side, first down across the 40 and down to the 36-yard line. Ten yards for Rice, and he's coming up towards the 200-yard mark now. Unofficially tonight, 27 carries and 186 yards and two touchdowns. First and 10 for Lee Davis. Devin Flowers has just scored his fifth touchdown rushing for Glenn Allen tonight. Fourth quarter action, 56-18. Jags over John Marshall on the Virginia Farm Bureau in-game scoreboard. And we have our first final of the night. We'll share it in a moment. Last on first and 10 under center. Jameer Johnson gets the call this time, trying to go around left in. Gets a positive yards out of a negative situation. 
There were three Atley Raiders all over him. He's able to dive inside at the last minute. And Jameer will get, let's see, six yards in a play that, quite frankly, Atley had strung out nicely. Looked like he would have been stopped for minimal or no gain. That final we mentioned earlier just in in Region 4B, Eastern View is now 8-0. and oh. They knock off Caroline 63 to nothing. Eastern View currently third in Region 4B behind Didwoody and Monaghan. Second and four. Here comes the blitz. Johnson up the middle, finds a little bit of running room to get across the 30 to the 29-yard line. Jameer for about three yards. It'll bring up a third down and short. The clock is Lee Davis's friend right now. They have absolutely no problem letting it run. Both teams have all three of their timeouts as we come up on the 10-20 mark here left in regulation. The Raiders are going to have to find a huge comeback to avoid their fifth loss of the year. That will put them on the brink of elimination and playoff contention in Region 5B with a trip to Highland Springs next week. Back to Johnson. Cuts up the middle, close to first down yardage, but I don't know if he made it or not. Looks like maybe a yard short, and a fourth and one is coming up. So the athlete defense is doing what it can. Fourth and a long one for the Confederates. You're in no man's land right now in terms of, you know, kicking the football. Not going to do that. You're not going to punt the football. But you'll go for it and take as much time as possible to do it. Fourth and one. Lass in the pistol. Rice behind him. Hand off to Rice. Left side. First down. Moore into the red zone and all the way down near the 10-yard line. Beautiful play call and great execution up front by the Atlee, uh, excuse me, the Lee Davis offensive line. And Rice had a huge hole to run through. He'll get 18 yards, first and goal, first and goal at the 10. The and that knocks Josh Rice over the 200-yard mark. First, and goal for first down and goal from the 10. First down at the 10-yard line. I formation. Lass rolling to his right, looking into the end zone. Wolzak in and out of his hands and in complete. And it will be second down. Bringing up second and goal from the 10. Another final just in. Matoica shuts out Colonial Heights tonight. 37 to nothing the final. That's a frustration win for Matoica. Just their second this season as they are close to being eliminated in Region 5B. That'll keep them in the race another week. Glenn Allen's going to stay in for another week. There won't be anybody officially eliminated tonight. But if you have five losses in Region 5B, you're going to have to win out and probably get help to get either the 7 or the 8 seed. Rice up the middle. His third touchdown of the second half. Touchdown, Davis Confederates. This time from 10 yards. And Josh Rice makes it 41-14. Here early in the fourth quarter. 
right up the gut. Last to hold in Hudnall for the point after attempt to make it a 28-point game. High snap. The kick is partially blocked and no good. So 41-14, Lee Davis back after this 60, 60-second timeout on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. Ashley Wood West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Come on, come on, turn the radio on. It's Friday night and I won't be long. Gotta do my hair, put my Ensuing kickoff is a fumble by one of the up men. Then Atley recovers it at about the 35. And so the Raiders will have the football first and 10. But they are now down by 27. 41-14. It is a 21 to nothing run for Lee Davis here in the second half. Update from Ashland. Hunter Hart has scored his second touchdown of the night. And Patrick Henry ups their lead on Hanover to eight. It's 20 to 12. They've got 628 left in regulation. Homecoming in Ashland. First and 10 from the 34-yard line. Officially Warren to pass over the middle. Almost intercepted. In and out of the hands of Darius Kelly. For John and it'll be second down. Patrick Henry now leads 20 to and 12. 10. About six minutes to go in the fourth over. So 41-14 here. And 20 to 12, Patrick Henry in Ashland. And the mountain for the Atlee Raiders to climb to make the postseason has just gotten a lot steeper. Second and 10 from the 34. Warren, quick pass. Complete. That's Johnson with the catch, but he's only able to get to the original line of scrimmage, so completion for no gain. For no gain. And it will be third down. Third down and ten for the Raiders. Atley has has good athletes. They're not as deep as they've been in past years. It just it, something hasn't clicked this season. Don't know exactly what the situation is, but they're going to need their best performance of the year. And then some here on the game of the week next week at number three, Highland Springs. Third and 10 after the completion for no gain. Trips here to the near side. Warren throws far side, incomplete. Intended for Cameron Foreman, and he just dropped the football. That's frustrating. Nothing you can do about that. So it'll be fourth down and this deep in your own territory, even though you're down 27, you got to kick it away. You know, Tyler Warren always a threat to run a fake, but not sure how much you can do down 27 with now 740 to go. Both teams still have all three of their timeouts. 
another final score in. We'll have it for you here in a couple of seconds. On the fourth down and 10, Warren will kick it away. That's a bomb. Drives McCauley back, a one hop, and then he drops it. It's a free ball, and Atley has it at the Lee Davis 11-yard line. Hold everything. Monk. Not done yet. And recovered Atley. by That will be a first. Recovers the muffed punt. At the Lee Davis 10. It's first and goal, and the Raiders are right back on the field. Let's see if they can make this six points and very quickly. Handoff Breton, right side, and he gets knocked down quickly after a gain of a yard to the nine. On the carry, gain of about a yard to second down and goal for the race. It's really simple. They got to hurry here. I know they have three timeouts, but they're down by 27 and only 7-10 and counting to work with. Rage Cage hasn't given up hope quite yet. The asylum across the way is enjoying this evening, dressed all in white. Second and goal, Warren under center at the nine. Gets the handoff to Bratton, works his way to about the six-yard line. A gain of three. It'll be third and goal. Third down and goal. Tyler Perry on the tackle for the Confederates. Third and goal from the six-yard line. The clock under seven and running. And Atley in need of scoring in a hurry. Trying to take advantage of the gift here on the muff punt. Warren will keep it himself. Go up the middle. Keep his legs churning and get into the end zone. Touchdown, Atley Raiders. Tyler, Tyler Warren just wills himself into the end zone there. And the Raiders back on the board. Marcos trots on the field for the extra point. Six the yard. Touchdown run for Tyler Warren. Now we'll see if they go for two or if they try the point after. And Marcos is on for the extra point attempt with Warren to hold. Snap is good. The kick is up into the skybox. And it's good. And the extra point by Marcus. So make it now 41-21 Lee Davis with 6.08 to go here in the game. We have another update just in fans from Ashland. Our Andy Losey at Andy Losey 15 on Twitter. Doing a fantastic job tonight, keeping us posted over there. Touchdown. Alex Sikar runs it in. And Patrick Henry. Once again, Marty's, they are the sponsor of the Skybox. Have taken control tonight on homecoming night. Archer integration. They now lead 28-12 over Hanover with 3.56 to go. So Warren on the touchdown from six yards. Second touchdown run tonight. First one was 26 yards. And that was a gift, thanks to the muffed punt return from McCauley. 
And it makes it 41-21. And Atley will probably try an onside kick here with 6.08 left in the game. But down 20. All right, here we go. Marcos sends it 10 yards, and it's right to a, uh, to a confederate. It's Ned Anthony who picks it up in midfield, tries to run a few yards, and then he just slides down at the 48-yard line. That's a good move by him. Recovering the onside kick. Spanned it two yards. So first down for Lee Davis just inside Atley territory. Atley defense comes back. Final score tonight at Glenn Allen. Glenn Allen, 56, John Marshall, 18. The Justices won their first game, and they've lost six in a row now. Glenn Allen, after starting 0-4, they are now 2-5 on the season. So first and 10 at the Atlee 48 for Lee Davis, enjoying the 20-point advantage. 6-0-4 left in this one. Hand off to Johnson. Jameer looking for room left side. Cuts up the middle, and he'll grab eight, maybe nine yards on first down. Coming up, fans, the Massey Win and West scoreboard show. We'll have a live update from Mark Davis of NBC12, a preview of On the Sidelines tonight, as well as On the Sidelines Extra on Facebook Live with Mark and yours truly at 11.33. We will talk live. Looks like with Lee Davis head coach Ryan Turnage. And we'll have all the scores from around the metro area. Join us on the most comprehensive post-game coverage on the radio in high school football, the Massey Wooden West scoreboard show immediately after the game of the week. Second down, about one and a half. They'll give it back to Johnson. He'll get the first down, stutter step, and get more. And go down the sidelines inside the 30, down to the 24-yard line. Sixteen yards for Jameer Johnson. And first down for Lee Davis as they are on their way to 6-1 and one ahead of a huge home matchup with Verina. Verina in a dogfight right now in the fourth with Henrico. Last we checked, it was tied at 14 apiece. Football down at the 22. So a first down for Lee Davis. They are approaching the Atlee red zone. In the final minutes of Stew Bowl number 27, handoff Johnson, off left tackle, finds good room, will grab about seven. So Jameer Johnson, the star of this drive, he's up to 60 on the ground. It'll be second down and three. Second down and about four. As the clock is at 450 and counting the Raiders are now staring at two and five with their trip to Highland Springs next Friday night second and four back to Jameer this time looking for room right side trying to stretch out the defense and he's able to go out of bounds at about the 12th so that should be enough for a first down Johnson carries around the right side, run out of bounds. And Jameer Johnson having a nice drive here. By John Johnson. Third down and a very... Let's see, no, they're going to say he actually stepped out of bounds just shy of first down yardage. 
by the thinnest of margins. Ball rest at the 13, and we're going to get a timeout taken here. Timeout, Lee Davis with 4.29 left in the game. 41-21, we'll take a 30 with them, a 30-second timeout. Lee Davis driving up 20, and in the late stages of Stew Bowl 27, here on the Game of the Week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Once again, congratulations. Sheehy Ford of Ashland, with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic, says fall head over deals, up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty, military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's it's easy at Sheehy, Sheehy Ford of Ashland, Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. First time out of the night in the second half. It's a third and inches at about the Atlee 13-yard line in the final five minutes of tonight's action. I formation. Lass Johnson gets hit at the line of scrimmage, but I believe he falls forward enough for a Lee Davis first down. They'll move the chain to the 12, first and 10, and Lee Davis can keep the clock running. First down. LC Bird has scored to tie it up with Manchester, number seven to number five down to the wire. 21-21 the score there. They got about six and change left in regulation in Chester. That might go overtime. That would be Matt Estridge's second straight overtime week if that came to pass. From the 12, first and 10, Lee Davis up 20. Trying to wrap it up here at the Stew Bowl. Back to Johnson. He'll dance off the left side and nobody's going to be there. Johnson outraces everybody to the end zone. Touchdown, Shamir Johnson and the Lee Davis Confederates. A 12-yard TD run left side for Jameer Johnson. So it's 47-21, and the point after coming with 3.46 left here in the game. Stubal 27 going to Lee Davis. They'll keep the Stew Bowl Trophy. Hudnall for the point after attempt. Two have been blocked tonight, but that one is up, and it is good. 48-21 our score with 3.46 remaining. We'll keep it here, fans. 14 carries, 78 yards, a touchdown for Johnson, and he was responsible for almost every one of the 48 yards on that drive. And Lee Davis is going to go to 6-1, and one, and they got to get ready for number 9, Verina, who again fans in a dogfight with number 12, Henrico, right now. 14-14 ties second-half action there. Those are the next two opponents for Lee Davis. Hosting Verina next week at Henrico in two weeks. We'll have that one October 27th on the game of the week. In fact, still tied at 14 at 7.24 to go in regulation. 
Here comes the kick from Hudnall. It's hit by one of the up men, Atlee's smart to just fall on the football. Hayden Moore gets it. Number 56. Caroming off the right hand of somebody in front of him. He just falls on it at about the 40. Bringing the Raider offense back on the field. First down, Raiders. Raiders will take over for first down. Number one, Hermitage gets a win tonight. They go to 8-0. 33-0 final over Mills Godwin. First down, Warren. Quick pass, complete. That's lucky. Into Lee Davis territory. First down at the 48-yard line. Warren to Lucky. Knocked down after the gain of a first down. So 12 on the reception and a first down. The Panthers at 8-0. and The Eagles of Mills Godwin fall to 3-4 and on the season. Warren, first and 10 from the Lee Davis 48. Handoff able, finds room up the middle. First down and more inside the 30. And Isaac Abel with a 20-yard run, his best of the night. First down. By Inside the Lee Davis 30-yard line. Isaac Abel's only carried the ball three times tonight, fans, and I can't explain that. Isaac Abel should be carrying the ball 15, 20, 25 times a game. And that's a reason why. The way he can just take tacklers and bust through them or take them and drag them five, six, seven yards. Got to have more Abel in the offense if you're at late. First and 10 from the Lee Davis 28. Warren in the pistol formation, high snap, quick pass, knocked aside by Ned Anthony, and incomplete. And frankly, Warren's lucky that one wasn't picked off. Ned Anthony, if he'd have caught that one, would have been gone. Second and 10, Atley at the Lee Davis 28. Finals in, number one, Hermitage 33, Mills Godwin nothing. That one is a final. Uh, Glenn Allen has gone final. We told you a few minutes ago, 56-18 over John Marshall. Midlothian Clover Hill is done. More on that in a moment, and we get a man in motion and a timeout called by the officials as we have a penalty marker on the field. Haven't seen many of them tonight. Encroachment against Lee Davis. Encroachment on the Lee Sometimes Davis. you get a night that's kind of icky and... You know, misty and drizzly, and you get a lot of penalties. Not tight. A couple of big personal fouls on Lee Davis, but in the end, it doesn't hurt. Bad snap again. Warren can't get to it. His tailback, Carter Nash, is able to find the football and Carter fall Nash. on it back at the 40-yard line. Holy cow. Lost about 17. That is a, mm, it happened once to last into the Lee Davis drive. It's happened twice now to Warren. And Tyler is coming out. And T.C. Nance is checking in on this play. T.C. Nance checked into the football game. Third down and 22. Nance in the pistol formation. Pass is caught and hit immediately after a short completion of about four yards. 
Let's see, trying to look at the number from this angle here. Not sure if that was 17. It would have been Tyler Triggs if that's the case, and I believe it is. And it will be fourth down. Manchester kicks a field goal. They've just taken a 24-21 lead on LC Bird with 324 left. And we're going to get a timeout here with a minute 35 to go, and it'll be fourth down after the three-yard completion. It'll be fourth down at about 19. Hopewell has won their sixth in a row. Eighth-ranked Blue Devils knock off Prince George. 26-0 the final score. Hopewell gets Denway at home in two weeks. Touchdown Hanover. Tyler Elrod makes it 28 20. 35 seconds left in regulation. Onside kick coming in Ashland. The Hawks trying to pull off a miracle. They'd need to score and get a two pointer to force overtime. First, they got to recover the onside kick. All right, here we go. Out of the Atlee timeout. It is fourth down and 19. For T.C. Nance, the lefty. Blitz coming, screen developing, incomplete. Lee Davis saw that one coming. Zach Green helping out on the coverage. Mills and Hargrove coming in on the blitz. Lee Davis will take over on down. And Lee Davis will take over. With a minute 31 to go. Atley has two timeouts, but I don't think you're going to see them use them. And the Atley Raiders are going to go to Highland Springs next week at 2 and 5. While Lee Davis heads home to take on number 9 Verina at 6 and 1. And we're just going to run out the string here in the final 95 seconds of this one. And Lee Davis takes a knee. And there's your first knee. And the Raiders can burn their timeouts. Timeout, um, I mean, it's obviously inconsequential at this point, but they can do it if they want. They got two. So the Raiders to Highland Springs next week with their, their season on the line, essentially, fans. If you lose six games in Region 5B, you won't make the postseason. You're going to have to be 5-5 five and five minimum, and this year it's possible you may have to be 6-4, and four, depending upon how things fall. Game of the week next week will be desperation for Matt Gray and the Raiders at Highland Springs, who will be coming off a bye and winners of six in a row, trying to keep pace with Hermitage. Springer's right now hoping that Manchester knocks off L.C. Bird so that they can get some separation and be second with a bullet, so to speak, in Region 5B behind Hermitage. 28 Next week, 6.30 pregame with the on-the-sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Here on 102.9 The Mater, 14.30 a.m. and, of course, live across the RBA Sports Network. Got a penalty here, and in inconsequential. 
All we're waiting to do is run out the final moments of the game and make 48-21 our final. We are now under a minute to go. If they take one more knee, if they wait long enough, let's see, last takes that one, and it'll be fourth down. And they may have to line up and do one more. Waiting to hear the final over in Ashland. Again, Hanover scored with 35 seconds left to cut the lead of uh, Patrick Henry to 28-20. We'll have Patrick Henry again on the game of the week. Three weeks from tonight, it's Tomato Bowl 59, our 16th consecutive season of bringing you the oldest rivalry in Hanover County. That's November 3rd, live from Lee Davis High School. And then our live playoff coverage begins November the 10th. The final seconds rolling off. And that should do it. The Stubel Trophy will stay on Route 360. The Lee Davis Confederates move to 6-1. and one, And they knock off the Atlee Raiders tonight. 48-21 is our final score. Lee Davis to 6-1. and one, And a tough night now as the Atlee Raiders fall to two and five on the season. So let's see, 38-23, Midlothian has just beaten Clover Hill. The Trojans move to four and three, and the Cavaliers has fall, fall now to two. And six. And we'll have all the scores coming up here in just a moment as the Massey Wood and West scoreboard show starts right now. This is the Massey Wood and West scoreboard show, powered by Massey Wood and West, serving the Richmond area with heating oil, propane, cylinder exchanges, and more since 1923. Call Massey Wood and West at 355-1721 or visit MasseyWoodandWest.com. Let's get all the scores from around the RVA tonight, a recap of our game, including a conversation with the winning head coach, and check in with Mac Davis of NBC 12 Live with a preview of tonight's On the Sidelines at 11.15. As we return to the stadium and rejoin Rob Witham. Welcome you back to Atlee High School as we begin the Massey Wood and West scoreboard show brought to you exclusively each Friday night by Massey Wood and West serving Richmond and the surrounding counties since 1923. Heating oil, propane, cylinder exchange and much, much more. MasseyWoodandWest.com. That's MasseyWoodandWest.com. The Lee Davis Confederates will take the Stubol Trophy back to Mechanicsville. They've just been awarded it at midfield as the Confederates finish off a 48-21 win tonight over Atley to move Lee Davis to 6-1 and one on the season. And for the Atley Raiders, they fall to 2-5, and five and they face a very difficult task next week going to Crider Stadium to take on number three Highland Springs coming off a bye. And we'll have it as our game of the week next Friday night, 6.30 p.m., here on 1029 The Mater, 1430 AM, and live across the RVA 
Sports Network. Here tonight, Lee Davis got a big lead early. At Lee was able to get a couple of big plays. We get just a six-point game at intermission. But the third quarter belonged to Josh Rice and the Lee Davis offense as they were able to grind it out. Touchdown runs for Josh Rice in the third quarter. Five yards, one yard, ten yards. And the last one, he finishes the night with 214 yards rushing and the three second-half touchdowns. As that made the final score tonight, 48-21 in favor of Lee Davis. We know that there's a lot going on in the Metro Richmond area that we need to get you caught up on, and we're going to do that. We're going to hear in a few moments live from Mark Davis of NBC 12 and get ready for On the Sidelines at 11.15 and, of course, On the Sidelines Extra on NBC 12's Facebook page on Facebook Live coming up at 11.33. I'll be down in the studios with Mark for that as we'll get in-depth into what's happened tonight in the area, we'll update the playoff race more and more. That's tonight coming up at 11.33. So Elsie Bird and Manchester. Manchester has gotten a huge stop. And it looks like they're going to hold on to win. A little over a minute left to go at last check, waiting on an official final from Matt Estridge. But right now it's 24-21 Manchester, and we're just waiting to see the final score there. Well, let me see if maybe Mark has a little bit of help on that, and we'll get updates as well. But we want to talk live with NBC 12 Sports Director Mark Davis here on the Massey Winter West Scoreboard Show. Mark, a big win, big second half here for Lee Davis tonight to move to 6-1 and one on the season. It's down to the wire in Chester at your game of the week. It's final seconds now with Verina and Henrico, another game we've been keeping an eye on. And I know you'll have highlights of all of these and more tonight. Give us a preview of On the Sidelines on NBC 12 coming up at 11-15. Yeah, Rob, I think it's going to be a pretty exciting show. Like you just said there, I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. You, I couldn't say it better myself. From some uh, down-to-the-wire games, we have our game of the week that was uh, tied at last check uh, between L.C. Bird and Manchester. Uh, Matt Estridge is there and uh, going to fill us in there tonight uh, during on the sidelines. And then uh, Henrico Verina, that'll be the uh, – that, that we, we, we talked about this on the pregame show, I know, how that could have been game of the week 1B if we needed it to be. And, and, and we're going to have uh, – updates there too and it looks like that's going to come down to the wire as well between Henrico and Verina so good stuff there um your game will definitely have all right thank you Mark sorry about tonight. that we had We're a power, power surge here at Atlee High School at and for some... uh, my run was the uh Hermitage versus Mills Godwin and uh Herm took care of business once again and then uh, we had Glenn Allen and John Marshall and uh Glenn Allen again uh rolling to the victory there uh to get a much needed uh, win as they uh you know, uh, keep everything alive for, for them. So good stuff there. And uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. So I hope you'll join us. And then uh, Rob and I will be uh, on there for on the sidelines extra on Facebook Live at about 11.33, immediately following our program on, on NBC 12. For Manchester. And we can also make it a final from Ashland. Patrick Henry holds on and defeats Hanover. 28-20 to 20 is our final score there tonight. Hawks scored in the final 30 seconds, had a shot at an onside kick, weren't able to recover. Hanover falls to 1-6 and six on the season. Meanwhile, Patrick Henry ends their three-game losing skid, and they move to 4-3 and three on the year. So again, two big scores just in. Number five, Manchester, knocks off number seven, L.C. Bird. 
great news for Lee Davis fans tonight. 24-21 the final. On the other side of Lee Davis in 5B, Verina and Henrico in the final minute of regulation. Henrico scores, and they lead Verina at Verina, 21-14. Blue Devils have one last shot to try to tie it and force overtime. Verina comes to Lee Davis next Friday night, and then two weeks from tonight on the game of the week, Lee Davis goes to Henrico. If Henrico holds on and gets the victory, Here's what you're looking at, fans. You'll have L.C. Bird at 5-2. and two. You'll have Lee Davis at 6-1. and one. Will they get enough points from tonight's win over Atlee to get over L.C. Bird into third place in Region 5B? That remains to be seen. They'll definitely draw close, very close, in fact. Behind them, there could be a big shuffle because if Henrico knocks off Verina, Henrico vaults over Verina into fifth place. Verina suddenly in sixth, and they look down, and they see both Deep Run and J.R. Tucker trying to catch them. Tucker will not because Douglas Freeman has held on for a 14-7 win tonight over J.R. Tucker. That is a huge win. Huge, huge. I cannot uh, overemphasize the word huge in that win tonight. It is now down to a fourth and 10 for Verina with 24 seconds to go. It's the last chance for the Blue Devils. Score is 21-14 Henrico. And I know somebody who has a little bit of a vested interest in the end of the Henrico Verona <laughs> game. Right on cue, who walks into the press room? It is Lee Davis head coach Ryan Turnage. Co coach, you don't care about that game, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The next one for us, one of them. Just you get out of one, and then you'll worry about the other to down that's, the road. That's right. Holy cow. Well, first of all, Coach, congratulations on a very good win and a very, very impressive second half of football. You know, Atlee, you know, they take your punch, and they're able to cut it to six at intermission. But you guys regrouped, and you upped your game in the second half, uh, getting the three rice touchdowns and really salting the game away at that point. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, we felt you know it was the the I didn't even I didn't even know the weather was going to be like this. I thought oh, really? it was going to be dry, and you know it's just it was tough throwing the football with the ball. The ground just had the heavy dew on it. It was the slick. You know, you saw that on the on the you know the the one little botch that we had down there in the red zone. But uh, you know, we we felt like we didn't need to throw a pass in the second half, and uh, wow. you know we we felt like we could line up and run the football. Um, you know, they, they had a couple guys on defense that gave us some problems in the first half, and we got it corrected on how we wanted to block them. And I think we did a really good job in the second half, obviously, with with our output offensively. I think we, you know, the adjustments were the right thing. So, and, the, and the kids that executed, that's the biggest thing. Oh, they did. And I, I want to talk about one in, in specific. Coach, take your time get a little ginger ale in you. I don't blame you. Um, and that is the play of Ned Anthony tonight. Ned he is he is such a Swiss Army knife for you. Yes. On defense, he can make the play. On offense, he can take that run, that just inside handoff up the middle and break it wide open. He blocks tremendously. He can catch the ball. Almost had another pick six tonight, yeah. batted down the pass rather than opting to catch it there late in the game. Uh, you need Swiss Army knives on your team, and oh, Ned yeah. has certainly is, stood up. Ned is a guy who, you know, we – you know, we think he, he can do a lot for us. Um, you know, he's played he's played for us for four years. He, he's uh, been a three-year starter. You know, his brother played for us, and, and they're just tough kids. His whole family, I mean, his parents, uh, 
you know, they instill that toughness in him, and he's just he. I, I told him tonight he's a warrior. I mean, he is a guy who mm-hmm. is just – he just comes to play. You know – you don't have to say anything to him. Uh, you know what you're going to get out of him every play. And, you know, he he just – you know, he, he just he just relishes what we get – feed him offensively, and, you know, that he just he just does what we ask him to do. And um, he plays extremely hard, and, you know, he's talented with the ball in his hands, and we knew that coming into the season. So, Lee Davis head coach Ryan Turnage joining us here on the Massey Wood and West scoreboard show. Lee Davis winning tonight 48 21. The Stu Bowl trophy goes back to Route 360. No, you're happy about that, but I know now you've got to turn the page and get ready. It's now a final. Rico has knocked off Verina 21 14. So, both teams are now 5 and 2, just behind you in the postseason race. We know you've got Verina in two weeks. We'll be there for that one. But you got a variety can uh, right in two weeks, I should say. You got Verina coming yeah. in now next Friday night. And a lot of people thought they'd come in six and one. And now coming off a loss at home, they're going to have a lot to play for. Obviously, everything is big at this stretch. How do you keep the kids even keel through the week? Yeah, I mean, we told them, you know, we told them it's a four week season right now. And you, we're just trying to go one and oh every at the end of every Friday night. And, you know, we knew we had to get, take care of this one first before the other ones, you know, could even fall. So, you know, we control our own destiny, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, we've got six wins, and, you know, we're going to keep battling and, and try to get as many more as we can. You know, we have the opportunity to go potentially go 9-1 and one if we uh, if we keep playing better each week. And, you know, I thought we played better this week than we did last week. And, um, you know, we have to keep getting better, and that's the biggest key. Um, you know, we have a lot of guys that are have been in this position before. They've been in the playoffs, and they've been in the, in the playoff race, so they kind of know the pressure cooker. we got a tough game next week. Verona is, you know, they're a very talented football team, and we're going to show them and play as hard as we can. Well, Coach, you could argue that the playoffs really start for you guys next week because of the caliber of opponents you have remaining with Verona, then Henrico, and then you host PH with yeah. the Tomato Bowl in three weeks. All of them are going to be in the postseason along with you in some particular way, shape, or fashion yeah what a great way for you to get the kids ready to peak at the best time of the year yeah you don't you know you don't want to you can't get peak too early you want to be peaking when the season you know when you when it when it starts to matter mm-hmm. and um you know you kind of take a page out of the Holland Springs playbook because I think those guys are always peaking at the end of the season and you know they're playing their best football and I think that's that's kind of the you know that's what, where we want to be Coach, I want to ask you before I let you go, the work of the defense tonight, and there are a couple of big plays, a breakdown for the touchdown to Foreman there for their yeah. first score, and Warren had a nice run up the middle for a score, but overall, just kind of grade the defensive performance, and what do you think you need to improve going into next yeah, week? Yeah, it was better. You know, the long touchdown was just a miscommunication on the back end and, and what kind of coverage we're playing, so uh, the, the corner's technique was wrong, and, he, you know, he kind of he thought he had help inside, and he didn't. Um, you know, the other, the other long run, it was penalty aided on one of those. We gave him a, you know, free, yeah. uh, free 15 yarder and, um, but their quarterback is a tremendous player. I think he's the best player on their team, uh, offensively. And he's a heck of a competitor. He's, you know, he, we got to deal with him for two more years yeah. and, uh, <laughs> you know, he's just a tough kid, you know, even on that run and on the last touchdown that they ran, I mean, he just, he just fought for that and he cut that thing all the way back and just battled and he's, he's big physical and, you know, he doesn't like to lose. So. Excellent. Well, but I, and to answer your question, I kind of dodged it. We, you know, I think we played we played solid on defense. I thought, you know, we needed to get stops. We got stops, and um, you know, we got a couple turnovers with the high snaps. I think that was all weather induced, yeah. and um, you know, it was good. Our kids ran to the ball, and you know, we tackled in space. We we took away the things they were hurting with hurting us in the second half. So the kids listened to our adjustments, and and we played better. And and that's a huge thing to yep. listen to the adjustments and then make them. Yeah. They are third and fourth quarter, so you can put the game away. Correct. Coach Turnage, 
always appreciate your Thank time. You, Congratulations. Okay. See you in two weeks at Henrico. Yeah, I might see you tomorrow at the Yellow Jacket <laughs> game. Hey, yeah, I'll be up in the press box. Okay. Just wave hello. All right. Thank you, buddy. Take <laughs> Thank care. Thank you, Coach. Coach Ryan Turnage here on Massey Winter West School Board Show. Lee Davis, 41-48-21 winners tonight over Atlee in Stu Bowl edition number 27. We're going to take a two-minute timeout. We'll check that. Calvin, we just need a 60, so let's take a 60-second timeout. We'll come back, update the scores, and get you ready for the big game tomorrow with Randolph Macon, the coach just alluded to, as the Massey Winnowa Scoreboard Show rolls on. 60-second break on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Hardest working farm tool is usually kept right in your pocket. By insuring your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you support farming, agriculture, and the Virginia way of life. And you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. It's simple. All you have to do is drive. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for a free online auto quote. Virginia Farm Bureau with offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville. Go to vfbinsurance.com now for more information. We could give you a final score with number two, Dinwiddie. Uh, we've been checking here on, during the break, the NBC 12 RBA Sports Network Big 12 High School Football Poll. And uh, after only being up 10-6 at the half, Dinwiddie goes on a big second-half run, pulls away from Meadowbrook. Final score there tonight. Dinwiddie 38, Meadowbrook 6. Meadowbrook down to 2-5 and five now in Region 5B, and they join Glen Allen, Matoaka, and Atlee with that record and in a must-win-out-and-get-help mode if they want to be in the postseason. Dinwiddie undefeated at 7-0. Petersburg next week at Hopewell in two weeks. Colonial Heights to wrap things up. Quickly on the school board, number one, Hermitage shuts out Mills Godwin, 33-0. They're 8-0. Number two, Dinwiddie, the winner over Meadowbrook, as we just mentioned. Number three, Highland Springs, idle tonight. Number four, Monacan takes a knee, beats Cosby Big. Here, number, uh, number, uh, excuse me, number 10, Lee Davis, beats Atley in the Stewball, 48-21. Number five, Manchester kicks a field goal with less than four minutes to go and then holds off L.C. Bird and gets a 24-21 win over the Skyhawks. Manchester moves to 6-1. and one. L.C. Bird falls to 5-2. and two. Will that be enough for Lee Davis to go from 4-3 to three in Region 5B with three games to go? We'll know officially from the league office coming up on Monday morning. We'll try to run the numbers as we're heading down to Chesterfield, the NBC 12 studios, and see if we can get kind of an idea of what's going on. And we'll talk about it on Facebook Live, on the Sidelines Extra, coming up at 1133. We talked about the great play of Ned Anthony with head coach Ryan Turnage tonight here on the Massey Winter West Scoreboard Show. Ned is the interview guest of our Cameron Taylor and Noah Matthews, who were down on the field tonight for the game. Catch the interview now on Hanover Sports on Twitter. Just retweeted it on Hanover Sports on Twitter. Interview with Nedley23 on Twitter after a big game for him tonight. In case you missed it, Hanover falls short in their comeback attempt. Patrick Henry holds on to win 28-20. Patriots to 4-3. Hawks to 1-6. Their playoff hopes now seriously in doubt. 
Patrick Henry solidifies theirs in 4B with a victory tonight, and it's a good thing because Midlothian right behind them, they beat Clover Hill tonight 38-23. They're going to tighten that race in the 5-6-7 seed situation with Patrick Henry, Huguenot, and the Trojans. Number 12, Henrico knocks off number 9, Verina. 21-14 the final. Both teams now 5-2. and two. Henrico will vault over Verina to 5th in Region 5B, and Verina, who will likely be 6th going into next Friday night, goes to Mechanicsville to take on Lee Davis. That'll be a huge game next week. I know two guys that are going to be there giving us updates all night long, fingers crossed, as, of course, we'll be at Kreider Stadium at Lee at number 3 Highland Springs, our game of the week next Friday night. Don't forget tomorrow, college football, big ODAC game. Two teams at 1-1 one one in the conference, staring up at Shenandoah and hamden Sydney at 2-0. Randolph-Macon hosting Emory and Henry. 12.45 pregame, 1 o'clock kick here on 1029 The Mater and 14.30 a.m. Games heard online on rmcathletics.com. Robert Fish and Marty Wilson will have the call. We'll also be there with Twitter updates all afternoon at Hanover Sports. We take one final 60-second timeout, come back and wrap things up for Matley. On the Massey Wood and West School Board Show, back in 60 on the game of the week on 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in home heating oil and propane gas. They also offer professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, and gas or oil furnaces. Call them today for all of your heating needs at 355 1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest inventory of Fords in the Mid-Atlantic says fall head over deals up to 40% off MSRP or 0% financing for up to 72 months. Sheehy is proud to present its military appreciation program with savings and additional discounts for active duty military reserve, retired military, dependent families, and now law enforcement. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy Ford of Ashland. Route 1 just south of Ashland. Online at SheehyFordAshland.com. And we come back one final time tonight, fans at Atley High School, side of Stubol 27, where the Lee Davis Confederates get the 48-21 win. Pulling away in the second half, Josh Rice tonight unofficially 214 yards on the ground, three touchdowns all coming in the third quarter as Lee Davis went from a 20-14 lead up to a 41-14 lead and effectively put the game away. As you heard Coach Turnage talk about a moment ago, making the halftime adjustments on defense so that we won't have the breakdowns as they had on the Cameron Foreman touchdown pass and the Tyler Warren touchdown run back there in half number one. So Lee Davis now 6-1. and one. They possibly not official possibly could at least catch L.C. Bird for third in the Region 5B standings with Bird falling tonight to Manchester 24-21. Remember, even though they lose tonight, they get bonus points for losing to a six-win team, and it's a Class 5 school playing a Class 6 school, two bonus points for that. So if Lee Davis still is in fourth place when the numbers get run by the league office Monday morning, they're going to be much closer and they've got work cut out for them in the next two weeks. Really, destiny's in their hand as they've got Verina coming in next week at home. And then our game of the week in two weeks, they go to Henrico. So let's map it out for you as we wrap things up here on the scoreboard show tonight. 
Lee Davis wins tonight. They're six and one. They host Verina five and two next week. Blue Devils fall late at home to Henrico. Big win for the Warriors. 21-14, the final score there. Henrico hosts Lee Davis in two weeks. That's our game of the week, October 27th. And then the 59th Tomato Bowl is our game of the week, three weeks from tonight. Next week, we're at Kreider Stadium. Number three, Highland Springs coming off the bye. Hosts the Atley Raiders, who now must win out and get help to make the postseason. Our coverage will begin next Friday live from Kreider with the On the Sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland at 6.30. Myself, NBC 12 Sports Director Mark Davis, will be glad to sit down and lay the landscape out for you for week nine of high school football. One last final just in, James River to four and four on the season. Say goodbye, cut up. They beat George with tonight, 40 to 14 is the final there. Coming up at 11.15 tonight, make sure you are with Mark and Matt on the sidelines on NBC 12, Richmond's number one choice for news. Matt will have all the highlights from Manchester LC Bird. Mark will have highlights from our game, the Patrick Henry Hanover game, the big um, Verina Henrico game, and much, much more. And then at 11.33, as soon as they're done on, on the sidelines on NBC 12, Head to their Facebook page. I'll join Mark live in the studio, and we'll go live with On the Sidelines Extra on Facebook Live. We'll go in-depth into tonight's games. We'll talk about the playoff race, and most importantly, we'll take your questions on Facebook. That's tonight at 11.33, only on Facebook.com slash NBC12 News. That's Facebook.com slash NBC12 News. Quick final just in. Thanks to our friends at 804 Varsity on Twitter at the Times Dispatch. Thomas Jefferson has upset deep run. They've now won three of the last four meetings with the Wildcats. 29-24 is the final. That is a huge win for TJ as they are looking to solidify home field in the first round of the playoffs in Region 3B, and it is a huge loss for the Wildcats, who entering tonight had the easiest path to the postseason in that 7-8 slot positions in Region 5B. Tied for seventh with Tucker going in. Well, now Deep Run loses tonight. Tucker falls at uh, Douglas Freeman, 14-7. to Meadowbrook and Prince George can't make hay because they lose. Mills Godwin can't either because they lose. But who can make hay tonight? Thomas Jefferson in 3A. What a win for the Vikings. Congratulations to them. And that just muddles up the bottom of Region 5B even more and gives a little flicker of hope to the two and five teams, Atley, Glen Allen, and Matoaga. Crazy night across the area. On the sidelines with your highlights on NBC 12 at 11.15. And then join us on Facebook.com slash NBC 12 News. Mark and I will break everything down and take your questions on Facebook Live. On the sidelines extra coming up at 11.33. Fans, we got to go. Time to wrap things up. Uh, thanks to our friends at the England Street Tavern for broadcast helping us broadcast tonight's game for sponsoring the game of the week. A big thank you as well to Massey Wynn West, who been serving the Richmond area since 1923. And we thank them for being with us and being our sponsors of the School Board Show each and every Friday night. Big thanks to Virginia Farm Bureau at vfbinsurance.com and offices in Ashland and Mechanicsville sponsoring our scoreboard through the game all evening long. And, of course, to Kevin and the gang at Sheehy Ford of Ashland for sponsoring the On the Sidelines pregame each and every Friday night. Uh, big thanks to Ryan Malloy, Activities Director here at Atlee High School. Got late coming in. He was great enough to make sure we had a space here in the booth, make sure we were able to get in the parking lot and get set up for our game of the week. Couldn't do it without him and their great staff here at Atlee. And a final thanks, of course, to my man, Calvin Cecil, back at the station. Best producer in the world. We cannot do it without Calvin.
Randolph Macon tomorrow, 12.45 pregame. Robert Fish, Marty Wilson with you. Live from Dayfield against Embry and Henry right here on 1029 The Mater and 14.30 a.m. And quickly as we say goodnight, interview with Alex Sakar of Patrick Henry uh, with our Andy Losey. Uh, Andy Losey 15 on Twitter. Just posted it at Hanover Sports on Twitter. We just sent it out there. If you want to get interviews with Ned Anthony of Lee Davis and Alex Sakar of Patrick Henry, video interviews available right now on Twitter on Hanover Sports. Rob Witham saying thanks so much for being with us for Super Bowl 27. Lee Davis makes the big adjustments, and they pull away in the second half. Lee Davis wins it over Atley, 48-21. We'll talk to you next week from Highland Springs, and we bid you a good night from Atley High School. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on 102.9 The Mater and the RVA Sports Network. Tonight's broadcast has been brought to you by Sheehy Ford of Ashland with the largest selection of new and pre-owned vehicles on the East Coast. Sheehy Ford of Ashland on Route 1 just south of Ashland and online at SheehyFordAshland.com. By Virginia Farm Bureau, supporting farming and agriculture through insurance and education. Go to VFBinsurance.com now for a free auto insurance. Insurance quote by England Street Tavern, 407 England Street in Ashland. Find them on Facebook for their latest events. And by Massey Wood and West, serving Richmond and the surrounding area since 1923 for heating oil, propane, cylinder exchange, and more. Call 355-1721 or go to MasseyWoodandWest.com. Join us next Friday at 6:30 for the best in area high school football on the game of the week here on 1029. You're listening to WH. This is Radio, broadcasting worldwide from the center of the universe to the rest of the universe.